Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's up, weirdos? Uh, this is exciting. This is Jess St. Clair, one of my uh, favorite people in the entire universe, and one of the funniest people I know, and just just an amazing and an, an amazing lady. Do people say that? Just an amazing lady. So let's get to it. Uh, right up top, Facebook.com slash You Made It Weird is how to uh, get in touch. Or you can email the show, weird at nerdist.com. I've been trying to be better about emailing people back. Uh, so if you email me and then I reply as if it hasn't been a month, I do apologize for that. But I, I try to get back and I love reading them. Uh, November 16th is our tour date. That's this Friday. Me and uh, Chris Thayer are going to be at the uh, – <laughs> he's right on the couch behind me – are going to be at uh, in Nashville for one night at the High Watt. And then on the 17th, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia for the Relapse theater come out to that please for the holidays i'll be in boston seeing my family but also going to paradise rock club for one night on november 24th then san francisco with kyle canane we're co-headlining Cobbs november 29th through december 1st and then on december 2nd is a live you made it weird kyle will be one of the guests and the rest are super secret Portland, Helium, December 5 through 8. Philly, Helium, December 12th through 15th. And going back to New York, New York for the night the world ends, according to the Mayans, December 21st at the Gramercy Theater, this time doing stand-up. The Gramercy Theater Live, You Made It Weird, was awesome. Thank you to everybody that came out. The uh, DC show just the other night was amazing. So many weirdos coming out in force. It was amazing. So, so grateful for that. The uh, the, the sponsor is Amazon. Everybody knows this by now. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, you're going to do some holiday shopping on Amazon. Just go to uh, Nerdist.com. Go to You Made It Weird. Click on the banner in the description of the episode, and it'll take you to Amazon. Then shop that way. That'll be linked to our show, and uh, a portion of your purchases will go to support Katie, uh, who, who, who just saw a moth, and that's all it took. She is so fragile. So fragile. Please enjoy, everybody. Please. Can I get my, my special pad, Katie? Yeah. My pad. So, Pete, honestly, I have not listened to... I, I just started... I just learned how to download podcasts, and that's not a joke. So, t- you tell me what to do on this thing. So, I don't know what's about to happen. Well, we just gab. You're one of my okay. absolute favorite people, and I've been trying to get you on the show for a long time. Own that that didn't go right. in. No, nobody cares. Guys, does it smell like hoagies in here? <sighs> does it? Is there a smell of hoagie, or is it me? Here, Maybe put these earphones on. Might be coming off of me. All right. My car, my car smells like dog food. Oh, I don't have a dog. Pete, <laughs> do, you also, do you also not have a girlfriend? <laughs> off to the races. Just Saint Clair dot net. <laughs> Uh, you are one of my faves. This is a podcast, though. This is where, uh, so I'll bring you up to speed. We have intimate. We, is it recording it's now? We, yeah, it's, we, we just start recording when we really? sit down. Okay. Is that weird? No, no, How do no. you feel? I want you to feel at ease. No, I feel great. As I, I said, it great. smells a little bit like hoagies in here. Well, it's a comic but, book shop, and you know, Chris yeah. Hardwick is afoot. I believe he enjoys, he's a former fat dude, so I believe yeah. he, he's always thinking about hoagies. He enjoys <laughs> that shredded lettuce soaked in oil and vinegar. Come are on now. Fuck, where are you from? New Jersey. Yes, which, the East Coast. Nobody's eating hoagies right now because of the, the hurricane. Oh, bring it down. Bring it down. When I was in Las Vegas, I saw a pamphlet for a prostitute named Sandy. And it said, it's not just a name. And I was like, what, you have what sand in your mean? cooter? She's got sand in her like cooter. Like she puts sand up there and then spits yes. out pearls. Oh, yeah. 
Because it's so tight. Yeah, it's so tight. <laughs> tight and scratchy. It's so tight, you see. Tight and scratchy. I'm sorry, weird transition. One of my favorite lines in the pilot of BFF. Yes. We, uh, is that sad to bring up? No, not at all. This I stopped isn't... crying about it like about a week and a half ago. <laughs> it's heavy <laughs> stuff. It's weird because you had one of my favorite shows, BFF, such a wonderful show. Thank you. And and it, and these are these weird problems, these show busy problems. Oh, I have to sure. imagine your friends back in Jersey, no, pre-Sandy, no. yes. pre-Pearl <laughs> Vagina. Pre-Pearl Vagina. <laughs> you can't really call them. Looser times. <laughs> More cavernous times. Yeah. You know, I never really thought about how guys want big dicks, I guess. Yes. And girls want tight vaginas? No, we don't want your dick to be that big. Really? Do you know what I'm, we don't want it to be small, but yeah. we do not want it to be what I see in those clips. I don't want that. And yeah. I don't want that in my butt. Ah. I don't. I don't. And I really. You want a nice above, average to average, slightly above average. Yes. And now I have consulted several of my girlfriends about the micro penis, which I guess is real. It's so humiliating. And out of the There's six a, girls we yes. were talking, two had encountered. Micropene? Micropene. And pain? And it had to do something to it. What do you mean? Do, like physically? Jerk, jerk it. Give it a finger job. Yeah, give it a finger job. <laughs> Some, one, of, one of my friends just let the person jerk off on their shoulder. They just looked away. They looked away? <laughs> yes. You've yes. never done a podcast before because we're right no. in the deep end immediately. <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, two that girls wasn't gabbing. me. It sounds like it sounds like that was me. That that's what <laughs> but it was wasn't. This friend it you? wasn't. Well, but I was shocked. If that's two out of six, that's a lot of a lot. That's of a lot men. of them. Yes. Well, it's always a gamble. Uh, we, it's this a has gamble. come up on the it's show bell before. Curve. It's a t- sometimes it's just the bell curve, yeah. no shaft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so much laser, so much laser accuracy so far. Uh, so, wait, what was I thinking? Micropenes. You don't I want them too big. Got, no, you just but don't girls want them don't, too big. And we're not concerned about the tightness of things. What about after childbirth? Well, I don't know. I haven't had a child yet. I but then I hear that it just looks, it just is a whole situation. It's a Hurricane Sandy down there afterwards. It because, is a real Hurricane yeah. Sandy. There's like, the subway is like flooded. You'd, you'd reach up there and you'd find like a random a random <laughs> locomotive car no, that's, that's drifted. No. You know? This isn't even the right line. No, no. This Gross. isn't the right line. So you yeah. don't, but you, you, when girls gab, yeah, you don't, don't go like, I think I have a, a loose vagina. No, no, you never think that. <laughs> you don't think that. And but maybe, and maybe, and that maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe we're but, not checking in. But maybe with you our don't partners. like bigger peens because you have a smaller vag. I'd love to think that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like that would be a good calling card. But you just don't want something that's that's a lot to handle. You know, uh, like that, or look, that's choking you. That's not something that you look for. So this is the way we're unsuited, men and women. Yes, it I know. We're very unsuited well, for one we're, another. Well, we're shooting for the stars. Yeah. And but, you guys are... That's why I write shows about women loving women. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Lennon. Simpler. Yeah. Easier. And our next show, Lennon is going to be pregnant, and then we're going to kick her husband out, and we're going to raise a baby together. Is that real? <laughs> yes. You're working on a new show? Yes. Our our joke title for it is Two Ladies and a Baby. That's <laughs> Which is so just funny. terrible. Two Ladies and Two a Baby. Two Ladies and a That's Baby. That's the kind of thing you go in as a joke, and you pitch it as a joke, and they're like, we love the title. We love the title. We see the billboard. <laughs> What I was going to say about your friends back in Jersey, yep. pre, pre looser times, eating their vinegary, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, their shredded, uh, shredded slaw. Mm-hmm. Fucking sandwiches on the East Coast, man. They're so good. Oh, they're the best. When I left, when I left Boston and just like went into Chicago, no, no disrespect. 
Went into like a Chicago deli and got a sandwich. I was like, excuse me? They think they've got their pot belly sandwiches or whatever that is. Yeah, I actually really not... love pot belly. Do you? Yeah. Oh. It's weird that I pick Chicago town whose sandwiches it I love. Is <laughs> it is weird. example. You know, the last time you and I shared a meal together <laughs> yes. was in a Hooters outside of maybe Baltimore. Was that when we were on the road? Yes. Because there was one more meal after that. The a where? sad meal. Where? The grief meal. Oh, at Lemonade. We, no, no. No. Lemonade. Couple, okay, so you, oh, we've been we out had a, a very times. sad meal. You, we might as well get it out of the way. Where was that? Okay. I, I walked past it. Joe it Jr.'s? was Joe Jr.'s. Oh, God. It's in New York City. You this, hit me with some real truth. Some real shit. And I was ready to receive it. You were great. Yeah. You were the best. Yeah. We've always had, I feel like, a, a good rapport. You and I would tour together. Yes. Paul Shear just did the show. Yes. And when, when we would tour, it would be me, Paul Shear, Aziz, uh, and sometimes you. Right. And uh, I was never on with Paul. I never went with Paul. There, it, yeah, I was the only person in. that did it all the yes. time because I could host. Right. So right. if you could host, let that be a lesson. Oh, <laughs> let me get my notebook out. Let me get my, my dog-eared copy of Truth and Comedy and write that down. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shoot for hosting. Oh, fuck me in the ass all day with a big dick. A bigger dick than you'd like. That you could handle. Oh, that I can't handle. Or that you'd want to handle. That I thought I couldn't <laughs> handle, but I'm handling it, aren't I? That's the thing. Those girls are handling it, and most they of do. us can, but we don't necessarily want to. You That's just, the point. You can't push yourself to that point. Uh, good Jesus. Good Jesus gravy. By the way, I'm a little sick, so my head's a little more scatterbrained. So That's feel okay. free okay. to take the reins of No, I the won't. Show. I absolutely won't. No, I give them to you. You know, I have a problem dancing with men I do lead. I try to lead. Oh, I believe that yeah, firmly. Yeah. You don't have to tell me <laughs> that. I knew that about you. That's terrible. I do that when, when – that's one of the few man moments I have. Uh, I love calling girls sweetheart. I think it's very, very oh. funny. Yeah, no You're good. You're a gentleman. No, oh, no you like good, it. good. I, because I like saying things like "Let me lead, sweetheart." I yes. think it's like a nice oh, thing that's to say. Sweet. Because you're, you're. I, I look. But, I, I like strong women, y- but yes. I'm a big fucking Hulk man. You are a Hulk man, and I'm going to spin you, goddammit. it! But you're a man from a different generation. <laughs> well, where do you think? Where was your era? Hosting. Where was your era? You mean what is the time Where, I belong yes, in? Yes, because it's not current. It's not. It's now. not the oh, current that's so times. So funny that you say that. I it's not. <laughs> it's like um. I see you working in like a general store, maybe like in, oh a, in my a Midwestern. God. No, no, with no. a broom. Like a, in a broom. When we were in Vermont, you said I should open an antique store with Mike Britt. <laughs> with Mike Britt. Yes. Me and Mike Britt opening an antique store in Vermont. He'd scare away all the way. He people, would. Of though. course he, he would. would. You he want would. a lawn jockey? <laughs> you want to buy this racist lawn jockey? Get out of here. I miss that guy. Love Mike Britt. He came up on Paul Shear as well. Oh, I love that And that guy. was the impression that uh, I stole from Mulaney, which is, excuse me? That's his, that's his <laughs> Mike Britt. Excuse me? Yeah, he was always trying to make it, not a racial thing, but a man-woman thing. He oh, yeah. He to divide well, the sexes. This goes back to what I was going to tell yeah. you. So right. here I am, and I'm with you. By you the know, way, there's a child outside yeah, of our go. door right Hi now. Hi, He's okay. Does he host his own podcast? He does, actually. <laughs> I'm not fooling. What? What is he it hosts about? A podcast. It's about boogers and gir- awesome. <laughs> chasing girls. That is so awesome. <laughs> so how to make a slingshot. That is the the, the show I want to be yeah. on right What's now. What's a squirrel? What's a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome what? to Mutant Season number 83, What's a Squirrel? Oh my you just God. need to know so much stuff back then. You do, because do you, you've only lived such a short amount of time. Blown. He has his whole life ahead of him. So much to learn. We should get him in here. 
Are Tell you him. excited as look, I'm not saying you're old. We should get no, over I here. Am. And he would you're not old. No. No, sure. but I mean I've you know, I'm, I've lived maybe maybe lived. half of my life if I'm lucky. Ooh. I think about death all the time. Do you? Yes. Okay, we gotta No, that's too dark. No, Don't. are you kidding? Everybody <laughs> I just I'm wrote like, death, death. Out of there. I just You know what death. you were just like in Long Island Medium? That is the show that I've become obsessed with. I don't know it. With Teresa Caputo? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. You've seen it. Oh, God Teresa damn it. Caputo? Listen, Teresa Caputo is, everyone knows her, but she's in Long Island. No one she's knows her. She's a Long Island medium, and she's <laughs> this mom, but she talks to dead people. That's her gift. And I, and she's my new religion. Can you tell me what so this show is called? stupid. It's called Long Island Medium. Here's what's she's weird about it. She's probably me. dead now because of the <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't oh, mean that won't no. stop her from doing her TV show if we, she has no. the gifts. They just need to find does. another Long Island medium to talk to her. But I cry. You would love this show. I bet Pete. I it's would. It's all about people loving each other I've and it down. people being apart because one of them is dead. Oh. And but it's a lot of young couples. One loses a spouse. Yeah. It's a lot of you know. Mm-hmm. There was a oh you would have loved this. There was a woman on. They were she had a male best friend. She had always. Been secretly in love with him, but she'd never told him. Cut uh-huh. to he dies in uh-huh. a tragic accident. Uh-huh. And from beyond, uh-huh. he tells her, I love you, and I'm sorry that I, you'll always be, I'll always love you from beyond. And How? she had never known that she that he loved her. But it, it, I, look, I'm <clears throat> I'm right there with you. I'm right in line. I'm in the same line. And you'd buy I'm it waiting too. for the show to, to start. Yeah. But can we say that even some scout, skeptical skeptical people would be won over by this person's powers? Like she has my, some sort of my husband is pretty skeptical, yeah. and he was he is won over. I can tell. Really? He doesn't cry as much as I do. A little bit. Uh, but uh, sometimes I love a good cry. I mean, she had a man on who was so old. This is so boring. No, but it's this, not. He had a man who was so old, and, and she just said, I'm, have you been seeing people, like dead people? And he said, I have. And she yeah. goes, okay, uh, my spirit guide is telling me that it's okay to talk to you about death, which is very weird. She's never supposed to talk about people. And she said, but, and he goes, well, I was, I'm going to die in like a month. And she had been diagnosed, and she said, those people you're seeing are your friends. And then she named them all. Fuck you. They're all of his dead friends have been following him around the past couple weeks to say, hey, buddy, we're going to be here, man. It's okay. And that is a great way to look at life. If that's life. St. Clair. Thank God. Yeah. Can I tell you a great one? That yeah, you'll tell love? me. Tell so me. People that listen to the show know that I'm pretty interested in astral projection. Do you know what that is? Oh, uh, not explain it to me. It's okay. It's when you leave your body willfully. Okay. You go into a meditative state. Okay. And you have a voluntary out-of-body experience. Okay, got it. So people could uh, be floating around and visit he- us here in the studio and watch us record. Recording and would never know it, and they'd leave. Mostly girls' locker locker rooms. Oh, this is weird. Stuff. That's weird. No, I, I, it is weird. It's totally is weird. This story going to end with that you've been watching me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what if you know what's funny about me is if you tell me I don't I didn't think this was funny about me, but I was recently talking to somebody and and they were telling me that they don't necessarily do that. I guess ugh, I sound like I'm trying to be interesting now. Don't do what? If you told me a story about your house, yeah, I will now have an idea. Of what your house looks like. Just tell, sure. like, tell me a story. When you said I watched that show you with my husband. You pictured me on my couch. I pictured your yes, husband. I, I pictured you, what you're wearing. But that, that I think that's like, that's it sounded weird. creepy, I know. <laughs> oh. But you were in PJ Bottoms in a tank. Sure. You looked great. Sure. You looked Absolutely. great. Okay. You had like a little cucumber slice uh. kind of on your eyes. 
You're like, I'm getting older. That's how you talk to him. <laughs> and you were and you were laying yes. kind of No, actually you weren't. You were sitting forward and he was back crying less than Interesting. You. Interesting. Yeah. And your couch is uh kind of a uh, almost like an olive kind no, of tan. No, yeah. No. See, brown, you, dark you brown. You it looks like a dark okay, brown. Okay, fuck you in the ass because olive is pretty close to brown. The lights are off and I'm working off All television right. lights. All right. The I don't light know if is this bouncing. Is your pitch for a TLC show or whatever, Can but I'm not buying. I be the guy that knocked up Lennon. Fine. Please. <gasps> Interesting. Oh. Interesting. I, I, I want to vibe. He's kind of a dick, though. Oh. But you can be mm. somebody that we go to for help about raising this baby. Absolutely. Ooh, I'd love done to be a weird, touchy-feeling therapist. Done. He, I didn't mean to do that. You don't need to audition. You're in. I'm off for You're only. in. You're I'm off for only, <laughs> baby. You'll Sweetheart. Only <laughs> You'll only host the show. So, listen, you're going to like this. This is, uh, that was scary too. We both looked at a man that was frightening. <laughs> a man came up the stairs and he's he had a, a severe look a on his face. a relaxed fit jean. That is a, that is a loose jean. That gene. is a loose jean. <laughs> oh, and a light wash. Why don't we hang out more? <laughs> we need to hang out so much more. Well, you and I look like we're related I know, too. you look Everyone like Everyone thought on Best Week Ever that we were related. That's true. And that started because I, I saw you and I thought, Oh, I have a sister. Yes, that happened. Yes. We would be. Oh, that's we have what enormous I be on mouths. It's the mouth. Very big teeth. You got the Val Kilmer lady mouth. Downturned eyes. Do we? A little bit like uh, Hugh Grant. Oh. I got my hair cut short as a child. Uh, not a child. As an 18 year old. <laughs> and I had six or seven people tell me I look like Hugh Grant from Four Weddings and a Funeral. <gasps> oh, my I was like, that's Jesus. a man. <laughs> and they were right. They were right. They were absolutely. I had a swoop. Do you know remember the swoop he had? Oh, yeah. and they were right. Yeah, they were right. I hate you because you're, you're right. You're right, man. What am I doing? Here's what you're going to like about it. I wanted to wash and go. Okay, go ahead. Here's what you're going to like about it. And then I'll tell you about touring, and then yeah. we can talk about our sad lunch. We got a lot of irons. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed the improvisers know how to? They know how to ping and pong it with me. Well, we love to talk about ourselves. We love talking <laughs> about ourselves. We love bits. Yeah, we love. Bits. We love asinine thoughts. But this is why I love you, Pete. You cut through the bits. I cut and through you bits. Get to no true bits. No. <laughs> You're not funny ever. <laughs> <laughs> Never a bit. Never. No, I understand what you mean. Here's the thing right. that I want to tell you that I bet you'll like. Yeah. So I, I recommend, well, you know, it's a weird thing. Astral, either astral projection is real and sh- and we should be very careful about recommending it. Yeah. Because if you believe the people that do it, they do have negative experiences, some of them. Why? What do they see? Uh, well, you, oh God. You can't get back into your body? Well, that has happened. That's happened. Oh. Uh, it, it takes a while for them to get no. back to their body sort of thing, kind of a panicky sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, I read this book called, I'm reading this book called Astral, Astral dynamics and it's about this guy who's trying to like that's this whole phenomenon started kind of in the 50s 60s with a guy it doesn't matter i'm not going to give you the whole history i'm going to tell you this though right this guy does it all the time he okay. leaves his body all the time <laughs> and uh this is a man who like doesn't sleep he meditates Ooh, yeah we'll talk about that deep breast the fourth state anyway so he would <laughs> meditate all night you know how they tell us yes you're the one who turned me on to transcendental yeah. meditation they told you not don't do it for more than 20 minutes. This is a guy who's doing something like that all, all night. All the time. Because he doesn't, you don't need to sleep if you do that all right, the time. Right, that's like the guy who... who Maharishi. Who, yeah, he never slept. Or he, he did slept, it all the time. Or, yeah, exactly. And then he okay. molested it, like Anne Hesh. No, there's Not a Anne lot. Hesh, but... He also said that he could um, levitate. Yeah. Or, and that never happened. What do you mean? It was he never said, proven he, he or whatever? He said he was, or right, wasn't his, he said he could fly or something. There was something weird. When you Google him, the lot comes up. You don't I believe. Know yeah, about. I know. It's always a letdown. Right? I know. Well, the Beatles fell out with Maharishi. They because did. Because he molested, allegedly, I don't know. Sure. But apparently, I mean, if the Beatles, who probably did their fair share of yeah. diddling, yeah. Paul McCartney's putting his weird bass in some teenager, <laughs> and he's like, I don't like what you're doing, <laughs> then you're in trouble. You know you're doing something yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He did it to approve. Rosemary's baby. Who's that woman? 
Oh, um, Mia Farrow? Yeah, I said Anne Heche. You said Anne Heche. She says thank you for that comparison. <laughs> yeah. He diddled Mia Farrow or tried to. Okay, got when she was younger. I don't know. Apparently, maybe. I. The, you see, again, like picturing your house. Yeah. When I heard that, I immediately <laughs> pictured him like guiding her in some sort of meditation. And, and he's, then slipping it in. Yeah, and just like, just and you know, go in. with it. Is that voice offensive? <laughs> And yes. breathe. Oh, it is offensive. Fucking breathe. deal with it. It's an offensive breathe. voice. It's not. Maybe his he has micro penis and it happened oh. and she didn't know it. You know? Yeah, he just yeah. jerked off on her shoulder. Just on her shoulder. And that's your friend. Your friends with Mia Farrow. That also happened to somebody on the Q train. They were going to Queens. They uh, came home and realized someone jerked off on them, Jesus. and they didn't realize it. This, Ugh, this is happening it. every day. That's Don't. why I go on podcasts is to talk about this. I know. Uh, I'm going to tell you one life-affirming thing, but here's okay. a negative thing first. The astral projection thing you'll like. This okay. you won't like. Uh, and I'm so happy that this doesn't turn me on. But I have seen videos online. They're all in Japan. Yeah, of Japan. course. That's the, the most fucked up place in the world. It's, it's like the most technologically advanced, super smart, yes. super like Still together. So repressed. All the hobos are wearing suits yes. and shit. Yeah. And they're like, I don't mean any trouble, but could right. you spare a yen? A new don? I have micro penis, you see. <laughs> Hard to get work. Uh, I don't know why it's Mulaney. Why? <laughs> it's Japanese Mulaney. <laughs> Hard to get work, see? So, uh, and then also they have the most fucked up porn culture in the world. Yes. But they also have one of the most, now we're getting weird. Yeah. They have one of the most honest porn cultures in the world. I'm going to finish that But isn't that it a lot like of girls bathing each other and crying? That's what someone told me when they went to a Japanese hotel. It was just <sighs> bathing <laughs> People bathing and Here, crying. Okay, I'm going to tell you about the honesty after I tell you oh, the first thing. God. We have so many so many things going, and I just need you to help me to remember them, because I am sick and I'm you having You just drew a cock and balls on you. I right? know. That, what I is just that? wrote honesty. <laughs> okay. It says honesty. It looks like Doesn't, a It looks like penis. Sanskrit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Okay. So you can find videos online of girls waiting at bus stops, and then a guy comes and just comes on them. Oh, yeah. what do you mean? They're like reading, and then he just yeah. like, he goes, boom. It's like it's... a hidden camera, and a guy runs no. up and comes on her. How do you run and... Have an orgasm. I've done that. I'm what? kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's It would be fucked. hard, I would think. It's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. The honesty thing, and this is going to be really weird, is there, like, there's such a little girl fetish thing happening in all of sex. Yeah. Uh, and Japan is the only, maybe Germany. I don't, I don't really know German porn, <laughs> but I have to assume. Japan is the only place that I see that is just like, yep, we want to fuck little girls. So we have older girls act Dress like, like little girls. Yeah, it's weird. Pigtails, they like lick plaid lollipops, skirt. Yep. plaid skirt, and then they get fucked by old men. And yeah. and they'll even cast an old man to make it even more yeah, taboo. Yeah, that's nasty. It. I'm right here. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Who's not? Who doesn't say that's nasty? But clearly, it turns a lot of people on. Oh yeah. And we're over here in America. Just kind of like you have to add your own backstory and be like, I bet she's 16 or whatever. Right. But in Japan, they're like... Barely legal. In Japan, they don't want yeah. you to be legal at all. Yeah, the videos in Japan are yeah. called illegal. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not applauding that as a good thing. Honesty always sounds no, like a good thing. No, but it is. It's honest. But you can buy me. panties in, in vending machines. Yes, that's that That's also weird. honest. Yeah. Look, I'm not... I don't want to be the whipping boy here. But yeah... The smell of a vagina oh, is, 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 is. This is not what I came down to meltdown comics for. Yep. All right. Oh God, you just made me feel so uncomfortable. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, people are buying them. People- <laughs> <laughs> the truth. 
It's the truth. It's, and who are the lizard... poor women? Are they giving? Are they wearing them for like fifteen minutes and then just saying, "Oh, there's got to right. be a contract." Is it an assembly, it an assembly gotta line? Got to have to sleep in it. You have to hit the gym in them. I mean, what is oh, the story? Oh, <laughs> I am so uncomfortable because I said the smell of a vagina, and then you cut me I off. I can never look at you again. Please never I don't. Like you are I don't. My I, I don't want you to look at me. It's actually, I feel horrible. very. I feel very flush. Very very oh. clammy. Oh. But that's honesty. That's honesty. <laughs> Here we are. We have people. Well, they have it too. But I wonder if there would be less people. I don't know. Repression. It can be bad. But it, uh, indulgence also seems to be bad. They have videos of people coming on people at bu- bus stops. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let's change. All right. Here's what I was going to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Astro- about astral projection. Astral That'll projection. make you happy. Okay, that'll, good. that'll bring us back to good, Long good. Island Medium. Okay, good. <laughs> the smell of a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Like Maharishi, I slipped it right in. Would you like to see my rosemary's baby? Oh, no. Would you like me to put my devil in you? No. I'm kind of making it vague. Whose hair is this? Whose hair is this? Oh, God. It's It's a long... That's one of my pubes. (laughs) Long, straight pubes. Probably Manzoukas. Probably. (laughs) That that guy's really doing it. Did you have him in here? He was great. Yeah. I'm not no fooling. I know you know a lot about him. You should listen to that episode. I will. It's a great thing. I will. It's really, really great. He really gets real. He gets super real, but he's also just super, as you know. You broke him down. You broke him down. I really just broke him right down with the He and I were in, like, what is close to a. Uh, I mean, it was non-sexual completely, but we would have just such intense conversation. We really, really had to go there, yeah, because we sort of birthed our birthed our career together. It's it was so, intense, but you like getting real with him. We have to get real, but he at one point did say, "If I wanted to have this kind of fucking discussion, I would have a girlfriend." You know what I mean? Because oh, he like, got mad at when you when you say this. Oh. I feel this. You oh, know what really? I mean? Yeah, we had to. Oh, because you were working. And I together drove him so insane. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Lennon and I do that too, but girls love that shit. We love to resolve conflict instantly. Yeah, really? Yes, we'll sit down. These are my feelings. These are my feelings. Do you feel better? Yes. Do you feel better? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Done. Really? If I could do that kind of thing with my husband, oh. He harbors things? Men harbor things, don't you? Yeah, I have a 24-hour turnaround. If you insult me, if you you insult me, you won't know for 24 hours. You harbor it, and then how long after (laughs) someone apologizes do you forgive them? Uh, Instant. Oh, that's nice. I'm an instant forgiver. But I'm like a lady. You know this. Yeah, you are. That goes back to our original point was whenever you were in the tour bus or van – Whenever that happened, yeah. we got to talk about Grummy. We got to talk oh about that whole God, thing. That whenever guy. that, whenever you were there, there's this, there's this uh, uh, neutralizing, an alkalizing agent to a woman. Yeah. So it's the smell of the. Oh, <laughs> I knew we were going back to the pH, to the yeast content. Oh Jesus! I knew we were going there. But when I got in a van with Sheer Aziz and Mike Britt, it's just yeah. there's just a bunch of dudes. It's right. Just five dicks in a van. You add one woman, I would, I always just went right to you. <laughs> And would sit with you and talk with you. Because you talk about gabbing and dishing and a, a real need to like hear your own thoughts expressed yeah, yeah. and then hear other people hear your yes, thoughts yes, and then you hear theirs. To be seen. To be seen and to be heard. Inspired. See, I'm looking for like inspiration and an audience and a performer. Sure. You know what I mean? That's a lot. But there, it is a lot. I know. It, it's a lonely place. It's a lot place to ask for. Are you dating place? anyone currently? No. Interesting. I'm, I'm surprised people, someone hasn't scooped you up for life yet. Okay. Well, someone I'm did. And then someone she... did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Keep it light. Like, keep it real light. No, let me tell you the astral projection thing, and then yes, we'll get okay. it. All the things are so much more interesting. Okay. We'll go right back to that. Okay. So it's leaving the body, and the guy's mother used to do that too. Okay. And then he, his mother died. Okay. And then he would uh, astral project and still visit her because you can insane. I know what I just told you is very interesting, though, right? I mean, yeah. It's, it's interesting. So uh, whether or not it's true, this man believes that it's true, and he doesn't, mm-hmm. and visits and talks to his mother, and his mother who also used to astral project, told him, because she passed away in her sleep, that she astral projected and was like at night and was flying around and like was with her sister. Uh, And then her sister um, told her she had died and she didn't realize she had died. She just thought that she was like... The sister was already dead, but while she was asking yes. projecting, she had forgotten. This she man's was mother was visiting her dead sister. Yeah. And she's flying around and she's like, you know you died, right? Oh, she didn't realize she, she didn't had rea- died. She's like, your body died, by the way. And Whoa. she's like, oh, I've just, I thought I was just kind of Visiting having a great you. time. And, and I, maybe I've been gone a little longer than usual, but you're saying that my body's gone? Yeah, they buried your body. Oh, really? Whoa. So like completely unaware wouldn't that be great, Jess? What if yes. I could tell you that you died? That would be weird if it happened here. Would it mean I'd have to spend the rest of my <laughs> purgatory here in Meltdown <laughs> Comics with the smell of hoagies pervading my every orifice? A lot of smell here. No today. thanks. <laughs> no, but like, no thanks. One time I, I was on stage and I riffed something about that where I was like, what if I told all of us that we've already died? You died. No, it's crazy. Because you have so much anxiety about death right? that if I could be like, Jess, you already died, that would be the best way to die. Yes. And then be like, oh, this is, this is the afterlife. This is it. I yeah. get to see people I like. Yeah. No, listen. Whatever Long Island Medium is selling, I want to buy it. Astro projection books. Astro projection yeah, sounds. Media, yeah. I, I want to get board. on board for it. But that's interesting because in my twenties, I, I was raised Catholic, and in my twenties, I was like, oh, who cares about all that stuff? Like, it's not real heaven. Who knows? <laughs> I would be like, I don't know if they're. But now, I guess as you get older and people around you start are like passing. start croaking, yeah. you're like, oh, I want to see those people again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what course. I mean? It's so really that's why hard. I think about it. Well, death. Yeah, but it's I mean, so. I mean, I have brought more dinner parties to a halt. Nobody wants to hear about it. Really, I do. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't want to hear about it more. I don't actually. know. It's actually kind of funny. There's. Listen to uh, this thought. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. There's an intellectualism that, like your Woody Allen types, mm-hmm. that uh, become obsessed with death. Yeah. And then, so you think that maybe, like, when you think of an intellectual. They would be adverse to religion. Right. But then it's that obsession with death that kind of brings them back. Yes. Despite their rationality because of such a huge fear. Of yes. That, that oh, I, God, yes. Right? Yes. So it should, it should snub it out and we should both be atheists and just not no, give a fuck. But it makes you want to believe in psychics and all of that. Of course. Yes. I'm, the, I'm a perfect psychic Oh, I guest. have a great. <laughs> Please. Now I've. Hit me. Now this sounds like Come California on. has really fucked us up. Well, we're eating at but lemonade. But I did go to an astrologer who was amazing. Yeah, please tell me. Heidi Rose Robbins. I'll write that. Oh, man. Heidi it was Rose. like going to an emotional spa. I got it. Tell She's me everything. Like, Everything's going to be great. I'm like, thank you. Look thank at you. you. You're selling TV thank shows you. and going to an astrologist. <laughs> but that's from June and Casey. June and Casey love this woman. And so they had been telling me to go. And finally, well, that- for my birthday, I was like, fine, I'm going to go. And I was like, worth every penny. For someone to tell you you're going to have a good year, worth every penny. Yeah, right? I'll pay. I mean, you Buddy, think- I've been to an astrologer. One of my girlfriends, uh, my, one of my ex-girlfriends, her yeah. mother was a very good astrologer. Oh. And she broke it down. She, and, she, and she showed me... Uh, this year and she's like this is a big year for you it's, ah. it's your Christ year I'm 33 oh. she's like it's your Christ year and you're like look I know you're just some lady in a bathrobe right now and I'm but eating a banana but this feels great but this feels great I yeah just, I, I just came a little bit <laughs> on somebody's shoulder and they won't notice till they get home 
We were also on the subway. <laughs> Midnight snack. So you go to this astrologer and she basically I tells you everything. I just went once to her. Okay. And she, was this after BFF was? It was. And I was feeling a bit rudderless. I was so your like, show was canceled. Know. The show was canceled in May or April or May. And then, I, you know, we were sad all summer about it. And then I was like, okay, I got to gear sad up. All sad all summer, man. We did. Lennon insisted that we take time off. I didn't care for that at yeah. all. But Lennon's an only child. She's very... Um, Lennon is my writing partner, but she's very, um, uh, uh, she has a self-confidence about her. She feels that she doesn't need outside validation. Really? <laughs> yes, she's, I, because she just had. How the, off-putting. The, <laughs> it really, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll be like, I'll be like Lennon. I'll be like, secretly, Lennon, what do you think is going to happen? She's like, oh, I think we're going to have 13 seasons. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's how she looks yeah, at yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. guess what? Life is great for her. So anyway, but she's like, I want to take some time to just like grieve it and let it be what it is. I'm like, oh, God, that sounds bad. So I just basically wandered around TJ Maxx's around. The, Shooting those the, commercials? No, sadly enough, shopping for homewares. <laughs> and it was like um, the glass menagerie. My husband was like, hey, you're not going to the gym. I know you hate the gym because most of the time I just go and I fall asleep on the mats. And he's like, so where have you been for two and a half hours every morning? And I was like, TJ. And he's like, what the fuck? Jessica, no. You go to TJ Maxx? I would go to... My mom calls it TJ's. You go to TJ's? TJ's. TJ's. That's what my mom calls TJ Maxx. You go to TJ's. TJ's. Then you go to Marshall's. Marshall's is what my mother used to call My mother used to call it. But yeah, so I did a lot of like weird haunting of like dressing rooms because I was like, I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was so sad because we had... It was like a dream. Sh- it was a dream job. Mm-hmm. It really was from start to finish. And it was like exactly what we wanted to do. I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. But, you know, I, you I had a show. You sold a show with your best friend and we got starring to- you and your best friend directed by Fred Savage. Come directed on. Directed by Freddie Sav. Freddie Sav. Kevin Arnold is behind the lens. He's <laughs> behind the lens. He's still as gorgeous as he was at 12. Yeah, I've seen him recently. Actually, He's, he's a very handsome Good man, looking right? Man. Good looking. Hey, man. Fred. Great Fred job. Great. For a Fred, he's killing. Show me another Fred that's fucking doing anything. Fred Siegel. That's all I got. Um, You know, it's funny because you forget Fred is who he is. And he doesn't really get people don't stop him when you're out and about. Is that right? Yeah. And he just is so a director now. You don't even think of of him as an actor. But he's like the worst. He's the best. He's the best. He did it. He's living the dream. He did Um, it. He pulled an Affleck. Yeah. He pulled an Affleck. (laughs) I haven't seen Argo. Didn't like it. No? Didn't like it? Uh, Him and a I'm the only one. I know. I don't think I everyone would, loved it. Interesting. I, it takes a lot for me to actually. If you're not, if it, if the movie isn't set in the olden days, I'm already not interested. <laughs> Is Kira Knightley in it? Yeah, not no. interested. Pass. By the way, I didn't like that Pride and Prejudice. Really? It was a little too rock and roll. It was a little too rock and roll for me. Really? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of swoop. There were a lot of crazy camera angles. <laughs> And I want you to serve up my olden days. Old style. Like old style, like sense and sensibility style. Yeah, Emma yeah, Thompson, yeah, 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 yeah. Kate Winslet. I'm going to say something weird. What? I kind of enjoy those period pieces. Of course you do. Well, because you're from. Wait, you didn't I answer me. What is your time period? Where is your, uh, where's you your know what's funny? Period? When you. Well, well, we should stick. I'm going to write down time periods and then I'm going okay. to. Oh, is there something we need to be talking about on this thing? No, no, no. The only to, thing I'm yeah. going uh, with, believe me, this is completely what I want to be doing. This okay. is the conversation I want right. to be having. Because I'm pretending we're just at lunch. <clears throat> that's what we do. Okay, okay. That's, that's what All the right. show should be called okay. lunch. All right. That would be a terrible time. <laughs> there's no food. <laughs> Hot lunch. Hot lunch. Ugh. Hot lunch jam. That was I'm, in Fame on the Fame um, uh, soundtrack. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a song? Yeah, Hot Lunch Jam. 
There's was, a, like a jam for that. I don't ever download my own music. I just take whatever Lennon has on her iPod and put it on mine. And That's that was so like weird. one of the one of the tracks that came out. And she what she does is she has all of these famous <laughs> 80s bands, but the most obscure songs. So it's the fame soundtrack, but yeah. not fame. Yeah. The title song. Hot Lunch song, Jam. Hot Lunch Jam that I don't want to listen to. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, my yeah, own yeah. fault yeah, because yeah, yeah. I should just download. I should get some musical taste. Right, right, right. right. That's so it's funny. It's too hard That's to great. develop a personality. I really, we got to talk about that relationship. <laughs> It sounds so bizarre. Uh, but let, we'll go back to time period. I just want to stay on. You sell the show. You're, yeah. you're in heaven. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm only saying this with the lady relation of me is that, yeah. you know, I'm waiting to hear about my talk show pilot. What is this pilot? You oh, I shot, a, I shot a, a, a pilot uh, oh, for a talk show. you'd be fabulous well. at that. You'd be so good in a suit, right? In an expensive suit. <laughs> well, I wore suit. a jacket, yeah. yeah. I didn't wear jeans? a tie. Did you do I a wore jean? jeans. I wore dark jean, a, 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 dress a shoe. A dark denim wash. Uh-huh. Dark wash. Tight. Who is this? Oh, <laughs> not so you su- can see the outline. Not super t- <laughs> so you can see the outline. So you- it looked like I was asking a question. <laughs> that's yeah. that's really funny. Yeah. What I just said is what I just said is like that's one of the funniest thinker. things I've that's ever heard. That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to think yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. For those of you who didn't get it, it's because my dick is curving down yeah, and it looks like a question down. mark. Maybe the balls were like one of the dots. The balls were the dots. <laughs> Maybe perhaps one had receded what back had receded? in because you were nervous. That happened to Jason, I think. I think one of Jason's one of balls, balls popped up and he got terrified it wasn't going to come down. He's going to hate the fact I'm talking about this. No, I like it. It's fine. In college. I'm pretty <laughs> sure in college he had to go go consult someone about I it. I never see the ball. Yeah, I think it happens. Like it can happen. Like like when you're <laughs> oh, scared, really? that's like your body's way of protecting. It. Anyway, let's not get back. I do not care for dicks that much. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't we know don't why need we're to talking do. about it I, so much. I, I feel like all girls are kind of faking it when they're like, "Give me that cock." Oh, I'm like, we are. You're yes, we are. You're a fool. We are. Okay, but yes. Yeah, so I had my dream job. Well, the reason I brought up the yeah. pilot is because I yeah. you said a phrase that made me think of it, which is I was exactly where I wanted to be. Yeah, and I was like, I want to be here forever. Yeah, and I actually went through a depression after we finished of taping. Course. Of course you did. Because it's so painful. And you're like, will I ever be able to do this again? Can I hold my baby again, yes, basically? Can, yes. So your baby was born. It was born and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful baby. And then as Lennon said, we had to watch someone smash its head against the rocks. Really? <laughs> well, it didn't get to be, it didn't get the, um, <laughs> it didn't get the time slot or like the place or the enough yeah. money behind yeah. it to like have people find it. And who knows, maybe everyone would have found it and said, no thanks, or maybe it's just... Everyone I know that saw it loved it. Well, you're very <laughs> sweet. But we just we just wanted it to survive yeah. into its second year. But it was okay because, uh, you know, weirdly, my, my friend, my one of my best childhood friends had actually, the day I found out that the show is going to get dark again, it's going to be about death, and I apologize in advance. That's but fine. the day that I found out that the show was picked up, she called me and said, I'm in the hospital. I have leukemia. I was like, what the fuck? So all the whole year of that thing that was going on for her, she was getting transplants, it's bone marrow transplants, all this crazy shit. She's my oldest friend. Mm. And so fuck everything. It reminded me the entire time to like just cherish the moment because we don't know what's going to happen. Leukemia. Holy shit. Yeah. It's real though. It changed the entire way I looked at you're life. You're changing what the way I look at life. Oh my god, am I right now? <laughs> right now. Is that just the whole But you're right. You're but right. then and then so so when the show is done, I felt sad because I wanted to keep doing it but I didn't have any regrets mm. because I enjoyed every minute that didn't mean that I wasn't stressed or, or I wasn't I tired or we didn't have fights or you know like while we were getting through it but I I, I knew that it was uh, it wasn't going to last forever because yes. nothing does yes 
Okay. Isn't that weird? Oh, God. It's so bad. No, no, no. I'm sorry you're getting. Is this what I'm like on at Saturday at 3 p.m.? No, this is you're great. You're you're a delight. Yeah, this it is what you're like this Saturday (laughs) at 3 p.m. But dark, dark is good. I'm actually I've been longing for a conversation like this. I mean that. I I really have because it's it's lonely. It's lonely to sit around and have these thoughts. I I'm a happy. Look at me. I'm a fucking happy fellow. You're a very throw a boomerang and it comes back and I go. I've never thrown a boomerang before. And they're like Pete. Pete, Pete, Pete. Those are the pygmy people I'm with. Yeah. Pete, Pete. Which is just normal people. You're just so tall. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. look like ants to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those ants are saying something. And I throw the boomerang again. But I'm a happy guy, but like it's a lonely thing to like a lot of the time to like look at the moon or something and you're like what the fuck we're just floating on a rock yeah. or like or just look at the dirt and be like how many dead people are yeah, in yeah. that or just like Thoughts like a very valid thought. Everyone you know and everyone who's ever heard of you will die. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but here we are. It's a positive. Here we are in the moment. Here's a leukemia moment. We're oh, in- God. No, <laughs> we can't trademark that. Okay, we I'm don't sorry. want to. I'm just saying when something like that, ha- we don't want to. We don't want to. It heightens the color uh, of, the, of a room. Air Rains fall straighter. And I just- say <laughs> things to people now like, like I will... I won't let a day go by. Like if I love somebody, I want to tell them I love you. I'm a big, I'm a big, I, you know, yeah. I reach out because you just don't, you know, you don't know. And 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 that's how my, my family is too. Oh. When I leave, they go like, I go like goodbye, and they'll be like, this might be the last time you okay, see me. No, like they'll say stuff like that. But they have, they walk. Now my family's the opposite. They're like, Jessica, can we get through one dinner where you don't grab at me and say like, just so you know, if you die tonight, really? I love, yeah, I can't. They want to be in it. denial. I go home. My mother has uh, sleep apnea. Yeah. So she has a machine now. She <laughs> oh, has one of those breathing machines. Darth Vader machines. She's got one of those Vader yeah. machines. And uh, I'm home. I'm never home. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> and there's and there's stupid Eating like a, like a stale Miller wafer. <laughs> exactly. You're like, why eating, am I eating this? Eating why what this? my father eats. So there's like, like a, a box of wheat like thins a white, that's been Like a open. white English muffin. <laughs> you're like, this is, this is good with jam. Yeah, yeah. Should I put jam on it? <laughs> There's a pickle, and the <laughs> and pickle? the and the fucking jar has like grease it on it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing is sealed because it's all my father's food. Oh, so man. I'm eating like a pickle, and I hear my mother's machine beeping, like beep, oh, beep, God. beep, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm never here, so I, I tell myself, I'm like, I, it's got to be normal. It, yeah. it probably beeps. Yeah, but immediately I'm like, this is the story. This is it. <laughs> I'll be eating. I a, was I was eating a pickle, a plastic pickle, that didn't, <laughs> from a grease jar, from a grease jar, and, and an English muffin. <laughs> and I heard, and I want to do that superstitious thing and say, God forbid, but it, you know, God forbid, I heard my mother die. Oh God! And I he, didn't do anything because I was just like, I heard a beeping, but I wanted to jerk off in the basement. This is what this is how our brains work, and it's lonely yeah, yeah. to not talk about it. No, no, so you'll relate the, to this when yeah. I can't find my mom. If I'm and I've said this on the show before, and I've tried it on stage. If I'm home and I go, "Mom," and she doesn't answer right away, I just put my head down and start looking for a body. Dead. You just think dead. That's how they are too. <laughs> and if I told my mother that, she'd be like, "Ah, fuck you." She wouldn't say that, but she'd be is like, "Get like out of here." Mi- you grew up in the Midwest, right? No, I just look it. You do. Where did you grow up? Boston. That's why we oh, ate the same kind of sandwiches. Oh, right, right, right. No, it's okay. I look corn Because I was thinking, like, maybe you were from that kind of. Well, it's the general store. That That's I, the general store. With you and the white thing that yeah, you yeah, half yeah. that you fold And I in catch half. a kid stealing a flare pin, but right. I let him keep it. Right. Or you give him, like, a, one of those long um, peppermint sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? From and the penny I, candy jar. And I tell him he has to work it off. Then. Yeah. Come back on Saturday does. to rake.
Mike leaves. Of course, and I he teach does. him life lessons. Yes. And he like, I didn't know Mr. Holmes was married. <laughs> Mr. Holmes, you know, Mr. Holmes had a wife once. Yeah. Why is your wife dead in the old days? <laughs> <laughs> she well, died of consumption. That, that's why the story's like, called like a month after you got married. Of course. And now there's no fucking Long Island medium to bring us back. No. Oh, so morbid. Okay. And it's good anyway. to talk about. All right, but it's good you know, to talk about. It's helpful to talk about. Move on.org. So, okay, let me move on.org. That was in the movie Jennifer's Body. Was it? Isn't that funny? Oh, oh funny. right. I do remember Written by that. Diablo mm. Cody. Not a good movie. No. But she goes, ugh, move on.org. Oh. And I was like, that's a joke. When my make. father says that to me all the time. He says, move and on.org. And now I say it. I do mm. say it to Lennon all the time. Move on.org. And she org. fucking hates it. Let me ask you this. Yep. So we, we you had your baby crushed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. no promotion. Yeah. No love. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the baby died. Right. And it sucked because it was a funny baby. Yes. And then you went to TJ Maxx? <laughs> For like two and a half months. I've never told anyone this. Yeah, tell me. It was just embarrassing. Why? Where? What would you do? Did you shoplift? No, I didn't. Please tell me I, no, you shoplifted. No, I didn't, but I might as well. No, what I would do is I would go into the home goods section and then I would just be like, maybe some throw pillows are going to solve this, the hole in my heart, uh-huh. honestly. And then I thought, well, maybe, you know... Do I need to buy some real estate? Will that solve the whole... I mean, like, literally, I was just... I, I didn't understand what would make it feel better. And then I was speaking to Melissa Roush, who you oh, know... I love the Roush. ...can go deep as well. I didn't know that about You never it. did a tour with her? A what now? Best Week Ever tour I did, with her? I, I've toured with Melissa, but oh, I didn't she know she get gets... in there. Oh, yeah. Believe me. You two would really... I should have her on the could, show. Oh, you should. That's right. That she believes in dead people. Talking to dead people, too. Really? Um, but she said, Jessica... Isn't the, she on Big Bang? She is, and she's so funny on that show I mean, she nailed it's like watching yeah. an olympic athlete well first of all she's only like 411 yeah. she's so it's like watching olympic so, athlete already yeah and she's just amazing and i went to a taping and i was just like nailed it like she just she's, she's a great at it i'm horrible at um multi-camera sitcoms yeah, yeah. horrible i don't know what's going on yeah where's the camera why yeah. is it coming through the through the window and then where who are these people uh, laughing and, and they're not in front of you though it's not yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. actually on a stage they're away they're a good di- distance terrifying. away from you wait i want to hear more about your talk show though um, but at, uh, so yeah, I would just go into the TJ Maxx home section and and like think of and then I said to Melissa, the the throw pillows aren't working. I don't know what's when am I going to not feel sad? She said, Jessica, that hole in your heart, what is a, is a career shaped hole? Yeah, it's a work shaped hole. So the only thing that will heal it is more is another job. And she was absolutely right. Yeah. So when Len and I started working again and writing again, I started to heal. Right. It's like you can't, but you there's know, no, there's no, there substitute. was nothing else. There was nothing else. It's that so funny that you, that's religious talk. That go, that that's Is how it? we used to convert people. We'd go, that's a Jesus shaped. Oh God! And you're trying to fill it with your job. She's trying to make me a Jew. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying I'm to make to me you. a Jew. You said that perfectly. I won't. I'm gonna melt down that menorah if she says that. <laughs> I will. Make it into a sword yeah, of some sure sort. Will. That's the only way to kill a Jew. <laughs> it's gotta be a menorah like blade. A vampire. <laughs> Dracula. Who is it? It's because Katie's here. It's okay. Katie. Yeah, Katie. Katie's it. No, I wish I was Jewish. That's the other thing. I love Jewish funerals. Um, oh. And I love Jewish weddings. I've always loved. Uh, they really seem to live in the present because they're not all they about. Do. You know, I don't know if they believe. They don't believe that. That there's a heaven. I don't know if they do, but you know well, uh, they kind of do. It's yeah. not in the way that we do. I, I actually don't. I think if Katie, you ask, are you Jewish? If you ask ten Jews, okay. I do think they believe in heaven? No. no. Yeah. So you're like make but, the most of it. Well, that's, a, that's on a, life. Don't, don't your Jews didn't believe in heaven? I believe if you ask five Jews, you'll get five different five different answers. answers. All right, but, but anyway. you, I'm interested that your Jews don't believe in. So it's just over. Lights out. 
kaput, as you would say? The one, the one Jewish funeral I saw, everyone got up and just told stories about their like, like funny stories. It was almost like a roast, yeah, in like a great way. And right. I'm like, this is it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows if that? Well, was- the, no, the the whole thing in religion of like, this isn't my, this isn't my home. I'm just passing through. Yeah, that kind of started Christianity, and then like the embracing of like. Uh, Almost like slavery, you know, like the the idea of like slaves being very religious, the idea of putting your life outside of this world. Because your life is so bad. Because life is so bad really grew. Although you think the Jews would have done that too. Yeah. I mean, they've had their ups and downs. They have. (laughs) They've taken their knocks. Oh, boy. They keep on kicking. The the rabbis that I talked to in Israel. Yeah. That's something I'm saying. You went to Israel? Mm hmm. When is this? Uh, senior year of college. Oh, because you were at a religious college, right? Yep. Don't yeah, yeah. interview me. I will let Come you. In. I'll, let you, I'll let you interview me. Come <laughs> I, on I will. Now. So I went to Israel, and they would talk about some sort of afterlife. Because I remember I was like, "Do you believe in hell?" That was my big obsession. Yeah. Oh, so I, as, like because hell, hell was the beginning of the end of my faith. The idea yeah. of eternal torment. Forever yeah, torture, no. ruled by God, forever. Sounds like a horrible. It's just like thing. what? Yeah. What is that that we all believe in? So I asked these uh, two rabbis that uh, what they believed about hell, and they said when you die and you realize that God is real, so there you are, you're still conscious. Yeah, and you realize that God is real. No fire would burn as badly as realizing you should have spent your life in His service, sort of thing. Right. So it would be like a regret fire, yes. as opposed to the Christianized. Real fire, like of people poking you. Yeah, I, that's one of the most <laughs> fucked up things in my life. When people would be like, and then you like pastors will be like, and then a, a crow comes out. They're just making this well, up. It's sexual, isn't out, it? Don't you think it's really your fucking face? Yes. And then your face grows back, and then the crow eats it's your face music. again, and that's uh, a that's forever. Now, if that would Fuck take you. away wrinkles, I would let it happen. Uh, now, what I is would. sexual about that? I think that there's the a masochist. lot of the yeah, like the fetishism of like wanting of to get violence. spanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing, Equus. You're familiar yes, with the play yeah. Equus. So oh. the guy, the need for a god, yeah. the horse god, yeah. but when he puts the, oh. spoiler, when he puts the, you know, the reins on him, on himself, and he's whipping himself. There's a re- it's very interesting that you say that. I haven't thought about that in a long time. But there is something sexual yeah. about the whole story, about, like, Jesus' crucifixion. I know this is kind of a weird thing. It but is, it's like though. Yeah. People delighting, seeing the passion of the Christ, seeing that level of gore and violence and being like, I deserve that. Yes. That's a hair away from me getting a Russian woman to spit in my mouth. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's true. That's church. That was that... Either go to church or get a Russian <laughs> to spit in your mouth. Either way, forgiveness you is know, coming for you. That example you used is so specific. It's almost, you had it on the, at the ready. I wish I had the balls to yeah. do something like that. I wish I had the balls to uncover secret desires. The, mine, are, mine are so deep oh, down, I'll never know Me them. too. What are there's they? Some, there's something fucked yeah. up that you would love. I'm sure. You would love. But I even allow it. You won't allow it because we're proper people yeah it probably involved like a raccoon a family of raccoons <laughs> of course yeah but I'll never know I think I've said that I, I, I was like as much as I like being made fun of and yeah. stuff which I do I'm like there has to be some sexual component of this and I don't have the balls to explore interesting. it interesting I would never but I like to be in control I'm sorry but I like to be in control yes. sexually I, I like fucking somebody I don't <laughs> like I don't like girl on top I like doing the fucking all right. She can do on top Again, of that. Too much. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You would never this be saying these things the to me if we were at this a This is the lunch. show. No, you yes, would I would. No, you wouldn't. I would too. All right, fine. I'm going to let it happen. Uh, I feel sick. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's not just the smell of hoagie. Okay, you've made me uncomfortable seven times. I have? Yeah, because nothing will make me more uncomfortable than like 
following a thought to a horrible place. I'm just joking, of Pete. I'm not trying to shame just, you. Just saying, Claire. I there's, love you. There's, I love everything about you. I know, and you I know, know that. You're my fave. Oh, God. You're one of my favorite people. Thank you so and you're much. My fav- and you're one of my favorite comedians. You're one of my favorite people, too. <laughs> I true. love you so much. It's true. I do. So I don't. I don't feel if like you it's fall real. down the steps and yes. meltdown comics and die. I want you to know. Ah, that there I love it you. is. Well, brain aneurysm. Guys, I've gotten really weird. I'm so sorry. You're you know getting the name me of the space. podcast. What do you know? The name of the podcast. Yeah, it's it's um uh it has some, let it get weird. No, that's, that's a new one. What is it? It's you made it weird. You made it. Weird. Yeah, 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 I yeah. It was something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Let it get weird. Let it get you weird with it. your host Pete Holmes. Welcome back to Let It Get Weird. Uh, no, it's close enough. But that's the that's the idea. Is I I'm interested in these types of conversations that you and I would have normally. Okay, okay. And then just kind of having them publicly is kind of fun. All right, you'd fine. be surprised how much people tell enjoy me. It. What was the talk show like? What was the format? So of you it? don't want me to talk about how I like to do the fucking? No, please. Don't <laughs> say, also, I don't want you to limit your choices. A lot of available ladies are listening to the podcast, <laughs> and they may want to take the reins. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> take my hand. Whoa! What is that song? Miranda Lambert. Lennon got me into country music. And I Jesus don't know why. Listen, Jesus Take the Wheel was like a number one song. And I never thought I would like country music. Here's why I like it. Tell okay. Me why. When I'm driving around Los Angeles, <laughs> these songs tell a story of a much simpler life where mm. you just need a, a, t- a, a truck with a thing that folds yep. out. What the, is that? Yep. The back thing that the, folds out. The put up the hitch. Or yeah, you, yeah, you throw hitch down the, the hitch. You need a girl in a, in a cut off short. Cut off short. And she that's it. A, and they do a lot of fishing. And. Oh, and there's one that Lennon Sounds and I die good. called She Thinks We're Just Fishing, which is about a father and a daughter. He takes her out, and they're just hooking worms and telling stories. And then it goes, but she just th- thinks we're just fishing. But no, they're making lasting memories. Oh, and I, thought it he, is, I thought he was fucking her. Oh, my God. I Pete, did that whole time. On. I was like, what is this song? What's the worm? It was, yeah, the, yeah, it yeah. was bringing up the worm. Do you want to see my worm? <laughs> no. They think we're just fishing. Isn't that the <laughs> subtitle of Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> they think we're just hunting? I have not seen that film. <laughs> it's a good movie. I only saw one scene. I don't know why. I the must gay, have walked in. Scene? I saw the gay sex scene. The spit on the hand? Of them like fighting. It seemed like they were wrestling each other while also doing it to each other in the tent. Yeah, yeah. There's, and there's then I was some like, I can't it, I get into this right now. Two, two really will good for gay it. movies. Yeah. That one, of course. <laughs> that, that, that'll make you like feel for a gay story. <laughs> good for gay. Do you have a segment on this podcast every week called, called good, good for Gay? <laughs> Is this good for gay or bad for gay? Uh, I think uh, the talented Mr. Ripley is is one of the mo- more persuasive. Oh, that's a good one. Gay, and Gwen- it's like a relatable. Like you can see his obsession, and and, yes. and Jude Law is just like a good looking dude. Fabulous in so it. Who gives How about a shit? Um, uh, fried green tomatoes? Haven't Great seen it. gay. Good for oh, gay. You would love it. Really. You would love that movie. Look at us oh. I'm writing it down. Pete, Fried. I've got a lot of great movies, girl movies that you would love that you probably haven't seen. I, you talking to you really made me want to watch like uh, Pride yeah. and Prejudice or something. Oh God, yeah. I got I got some. You know, Matt, you know why? There's always little bugs flying around. There is. They're there, always under like a huge a weeping tree. Scene. <laughs> Masterpiece classic on PBS redid Emma. That's one you got to uh-huh, watch. Uh-huh. And that's amazing. And you know, Downton Abbey. Now everyone's into. The oh, old Downton days. Abbey is like that. Downton. You've not seen Downton. Oh. Are you mad at me? Down, I'm, it's on, on Netflix. Pete, it's Down all about, 10. oh, you see just a little bit of the wrist. They're cousins. They're in love, but it's fine. And, <laughs> and it's great. It really? is romantic. Really? You would love it. I'm on yes. it. I'm in it. I'm in. 
I'm Maggie on board. Maggie Smith, oh my God, come on. You're the only person who hasn't seen Downton Abbey in the whole world. I think, well, that's a pretty Los Angeles-y thing to say. Let's go back to Jersey. That's see true, and who's, see who's, who's seen Downton it Abbey. In. Oh, it's so good, though. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So you're wandering around TJ Maxx yeah, for yeah, two yeah. and a half hours yeah. every morning. Look at throw pillows. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very LA thing, is to think that consumerism will fill the, yes. the hole. And it doesn't. And it definitely doesn't. But I've tried it, too. Like, when my pilot ended, I was like, I'm going to do something lavish. Yeah, or whatever. it doesn't, doesn't really work. work. Nope. Doesn't work. That's when people come in and go, that's a cross-shaped <laughs> hole. You're trying to fill it. It's You know what the shape is, Jess? Jess, if I can be honest with you, I can see that hole in you. And then it's shaped, you show me your dick and that's exactly <laughs> it's the It's shaped like hole. a cross. <laughs> and my dick happens to be shaped like a cross. Oh, no. Looks like I'm asking a question, don't it? Give me a second. <laughs> now, it's, now it looks like I'm making a declarative <laughs> statement. <laughs> My dick, uh, <laughs> my dick just went from question to declaration. That is the funniest way to say you just got a boner. My dick just went from. Oh hmm? my god! Ah. Oh, yes, <laughs> we will do this. Dicks are ridiculous. They really are. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Is it weird? Okay. <clears throat> D- don't don't bail on me. I already feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I know it's going to be a. What weird is it? One. Tell me. I've always wondered with girls. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess uh, gay gentlemen as well. It's so obvious. Men's arousal is so obvious. Yeah. So you have this scale. Sure. Of hard dick to not hard yeah. dick. Yeah. And we've all been in that situation where we go from uh, declaration to question, back to question back mark. Back to question. In, in a bad moment. To dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> the dick is a dot and each ball is a dot. Yeah. You just went to an ellipsis. Yeah, he's so flaccid. <laughs> it looks like he's delayed between sentences. <laughs> When he's trailed off, see, we, it's always like painted as difficult to get a. Um, we're just going to be filthy. Okay? Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Going down on a girl. Oh, there's, oh God, I feel like I'm talking to my dad. He. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if there was like a thing, if there was like a a, a yes, thing, moment to, to moment, why, that I can gauge its and girth. That's why we fake it. I mean, oh no, but it's easier for me because there's there, I, I can't tell there's no evaporation sound if you're I know, drying but up that's or not a into it. I do think that's some ways a bummer because I it's think women become very good at like I mean, I think a lot of women have dated a lot of guys they don't necessarily find that great for sex, but they convince themselves, oh, but they're a good boyfriend or the blah blah, and then ultimately it's all gonna blow up in everyone's faces. You, well, it would be better if they couldn't fake it as much as they can. That's really interesting. I've had this theory that I haven't been able to articulate with any guests, and mm-hmm. I've tried several times, mm-hmm. that Viagra and all the dick pills are actually making relationships that should end continue. Yes. And also making children that shouldn't be born be Interesting. conceived. Because you're like, with this person, you don't have chemistry and they don't turn you on, and the evolutionary cue of your dick going to an ellipses is, is, is forfeited by the, by the drug. Like these old dudes... Yes. Wouldn't just getting a new piece of uh, of ass help them to 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 get it hard again? But right. instead, they take a pill. Exactly, and beca- they stay because with Martha. we have this feeling like we need to stay with the same person for the rest of your life. But it, right. maybe it's if it's not doing it for you, it's not doing it for you. Or even with the new piece of ass, as you said, doesn't do it for you. But you're on your yacht and you take a, a Viagra, right? And then you fuck them with like kind of like a. It, it <laughs> almost feels like I've taken it before. Like your dick is asleep. You've taken it. Oh yeah. And what is it? How long? See, I always felt There's like there of... was no climax. Like someone oh, would no. take it and well, there that... would be four to five hours of just hard pounding no. with no actual. Here, here's the thing. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. Um, because First of all, it clogs your nose. What? It's a weird thing. 
I asked my doctor. I, 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 I've talked about it on stage. I said, a friend of mine gave me some Viagra. I call my doctor my friend. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So he gave me like a sample of it because, I, because it was all – look. I erectile dysfunction doesn't exist. I don't think it exists. Yeah. It, there, there's a certain point where it is respiratory. It is circulatory. But it's emotional. It's, emo- it's yeah, emotional. Yeah. It's mental. Sure. And people like me that can't turn their brains off could benefit right, from, right. From, from some dick pills, I bet. Right. So uh, there's never been a problem on by myself or with a girlfriend that you're comfortable right. with. But you get a new girlfriend and like that oh, first it's time. It's a little yes. weird. Mulaney has the best line. He's like uh, – he doesn't do it anymore. He's like, how – I'm <laughs> I'm supposed to keep an erection while I'm kneeling on a stranger's bed rolling on a condom. Yes! And he, I think he only said it once and I lost my mind. Yes! It's that's so, terrifying. And Nick Kroll's bit about sex is for stupid people. When you're over-analytical and you're like noticing a corner of a room that isn't painted. Yeah! And you're like, what? Is that on purpose? Is, yes! Is that like an artistic choice? And then you're like, and with me, and I think I've said this on the show before, my brain will go, the funniest, there's like, it's called the imp of the perverse. Poe talked about it. When you're on a cliff, you, you feel like jumping off. Right. It's not because you're suicidal. It's just because right. you're like, yes. that's the worst thing I could do. Or if I see like a piece of red meat, sometimes I have an uncontrollable desire to just like bite Pick it. Pick it up and it. eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's similar. Yeah. That's like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. That's weird. Is it? Well, she eats very, very raw meat. And Interesting. Meat. So the imp of the perverse sexually is if a girl is doing something to me or we're having sex, it doesn't matter. I think sometimes the funniest thing or or kind of funniest slash worst thing would be to lose my erection. And, then and that's happens. happened because yes. I'll be like, well, I got it in my head and then now I'm of not course. in the moment. We're so connected. I'm not leukemia anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the moment. Oh, and then God. And then you lose it. So here's, the, here's a couple of misconceptions about Viagra. It doesn't make your dick hard. You don't take it and it makes your dick hard. You take it and then when you would have gotten an erection anyway – you can tell it's easier to get an erection. Interesting. So it feels like there's reinforcements. Okay. Like you feel like, but it, it, it's it's the only way I can describe it. It kind of feels like your foot is asleep, but it's uh, your dick. It's not. That it's, doesn't. It's not really sound tingly. Good. It's not good. It's it's like it's like a numb sort of fake boner, and you know it. And that takes so uh, yeah. everybody's talking about how women are uh, the emotional and the intellectual lovers. Men are too. Yeah, of and course part we of it, are. Part of it is we are. You're a lady. Of course, am I? <laughs> I feel like I'm talking so I'm much. I'm in a man's profession, <laughs> am I? <laughs> you're a, you're That's a lady. the astrologer side. So i got to get in touch with the softer side. Well, I'm previous like, lives, great. probably a lot yeah, of dudes probably. and stuff. You believe in that part? Anyway, the point is anyway. you, you have sex. The scary thing is you do come, and then sometimes your, your boner stays oh. longer. I know. What are you supposed to do? It Just becomes this it new tuck type it of- the belt. It becomes a new- Exactly. Uh, yes. the 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 ring of your underwear you have to yeah, put it up tough. like you're like you're pointing That's at your chin so like terrible. you're trying to remind yourself to look at your That's chin so later <laughs> and then there's this new kind of reverse embarrassment that you still have an erection whereas before it would be i don't have an erection now, now you're, you're like, like i have too much I'm erection i'm so sorry don't look at it you just have, you to, don't be have like, to do anything to it it's and the it, elephant in the room and in my in the in the case that i took it the girl didn't know that i yes. had taken it yes. so you don't want her to know right. so you just have to convince her that that's normal for you and like <laughs> give yourself a tattoo like yeah that's just how i am opening a can of beans with I'm my just thumbs hard. i just can't get that erection down if you want to fuck again, I'm ready. <laughs> Baked beans spilling down my beard. Yeah, no, I have a beard not, in this situation. Yeah. So how did we get there? Um, oh, that people shouldn't necessarily stay with. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, oh, and you know there was a study that like people on the pill, girls on the pill, it, it like changes the way a, you smell somebody, and like yeah. smells are what take you to somebody. You know, like and childbirth will often change a woman's smell again. 
and then maybe your husband Sometimes doesn't your like partner it. Hates it. Yes. Or my brother is a um he's a cornea surgeon, so he blind people come to him and then he gives them sight again. Okay? Uh, it's crazy. But so if you met him, he's just like, What's up guys? Like he wears like dirty vans, sneakers while he's doing that. Really? Like, Where's I, his office? Nazareth? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Jesus joke. A plus. There's been too many of them. Where's his office? Jesus callback. <laughs> um, does he ever just spit in some dirt and put mud on him? Yeah, man's sometimes eyes? he does. And Do you they know that see... Bible story? Yeah, uh, that's what Jesus. I did. don't know if I remember that one. He gives a man sight, and I remember. Can I interrupt? Yeah, of course. I remember I was in Israel where that happened, so I'm in yeah. Jerusalem, and I said to my teacher, "I said, this is this is just like the beginning of the overanalytical, overanalyzing, over whatever you want to think uh, of the of the Bible of everything." Yeah, <clears throat> the Bible says. Jesus meets a blind man. He spits in some mud, uh, in some dirt, makes mud, puts it on his eyes, removes the mud, and then the man can see. And the scriptures, the scriptures just say yeah. he uh, ran home praising God, God loudly. Okay, so we're where that happened. And when you go to where the Bible went down, yeah, things become a little more three dimensional. You're like, but this is just some street, you know? Right. I mean? And you're like, that's weird. So it seems realer. And then I said to my teacher, I said. But, you know, we know now, as your brother knows, that if you yeah. give a blind man sight, it's very disconcerting. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. They kind of hate it. Yeah, at first. At first. Yeah. But so in my – I was like, shouldn't it have – like, shouldn't they have mentioned that? This is what yeah. I'm thinking. Like, the man like, should have been be like, like – Oh, my God. The sun's burning my eyes. Yeah, yeah. And also, praise God. You know what I mean? <laughs> P.S. Yeah. Also, where, what, are, what are these colors? I'm yes. very overwhelmed. <laughs> Like the like that stupid Val Kilmer movie yeah. at first sight. So I asked my teacher, and I remember he just goes, "The Bible says he uh, had no sight, then he had sight, and he went home praising God." And that's it. You don't and, ask any questions. But he he pulled out. He pulled away from me in a way that I I, I felt from this man that he was like, "I'm with you." Yeah, but I'm not going to go there. But I'm not going to go there. It's not my job to go there. Interesting. It's my job to give you this Bible tour and give you a grade and show you if I can beat it. Interesting. Scram. Yeah, because. My what my brother said is a lot of these couples will come in, and um, they've been together for like forty years, and like one like one couple one part of the couple has just been like caring for the the, the person and bathing them and feeding them or whatever, and then when the person can see and no longer needs that, oh no, they like ninety five percent of them get a divorce. Split up. Or the first thing out of someone's mouth is you're so old. Because they remember their person oh. they married at 20 and now they're like 70 or something oh. or 60. And that is not what a woman wants to hear ever, let alone. Right. You know what I mean? And you're like, fuck you. You're old, too. Oh but like, but then they look changed. at themselves in the mirror. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm old, too. But still, it's like it's, but, it is disturbing. And the dude usually looks better. Yeah. Like always better. Tommy Lee Jones Aren't style. you guys psyched about that? You Pretty can psyched. just like Like, you're just going to look. Although I feel like you're going to not have gray hair. Until you're like oh, 85 thought, years old. I thought, I thought you were about to curse me. Like, <laughs> I think you're going to be an ugly old man. It is kind of a weird thing. Women fading. They're, they're not everybody. No. Les, Leslie Mann. I'll tell you, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Looking good. She looks better every year. Popping out she babies, too. She is hot. Yeah, she's got she's hot stuff. looser times downstairs, yeah. but she looks great. <laughs> Who knows? But whatever's happening, it's working. Yeah. Yeah, there are there certain, are some exceptions, and French women look beautiful. Susan Sarandon. Oh, Sarandon! I'd come on her Sarandon. shoulder. Of course you subway. would. Of course you would if you had the chance. <laughs> a good Sarandon. Yeah. What was she in? She was in Jeff Who Lives at Home. She looked pretty good. Oh, I didn't see that. It was good. I feel um, like a lot of your friends were in it. Yeah, I have to say, I've been meaning to see that. You know what movie I loved was Cedar Rapids. Did you ever see that with Helms? I did Helms? see that. Oh, I fucking love that movie. That movie. Those. Those like. Uh, 
every regular people yes, movies. Yes, they kind of break my heart. They though. do. They yeah. make you sad. They make me sad. Oh, I kind of love them for that. For that, this is why you love country music. You Probably. want. They I think want we're that just fishing. Smaller life. Yeah, sit on a porch swing. I'll never have a porch swing. You know you what I could. mean? I could, but let's face it. Well, you're you're chasing the dragon of your I career, guess, I guess right? So. I mean, it's kind of insatiable. Where is it going to end? Where will it lead us? Your husband yeah. is like an uh, artist. He's a playwright and a That's poet. Right, super interesting. He's a poet. Ha! You never see that. He's like an exotic animal in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he really is, and he um. He got a grant or something. Yeah, I he get, he's always he lived getting in a grants. House. Yeah, he lives um like he went to the. He went to, not the North Pole, but close to it. Um, he's been working for the past couple of years following this war photographer. This guy, I mean, this is dark. He writes very dark stuff, but it's also very funny. But his his plays recently have been, he's a character in them. Mm-hmm. So um, You mean the author of the play is? is it, so there, it's, two, it's a two-person play, and Dan is a character. And so they cast a guy who looked just like Dan, and then he studied the way Dan spoke. And then I watched it. It was really fucking weird. Whoa. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, that but yeah, he so followed bizarre. this war photographer. Did he do a good job? And, yeah, he did an amazing job. Did he was he? like, he captured the essence of Dan. Whoa. So because for his wife to be like, that's Dan, it was crazy. He made yeah. me cry. Like, it was crazy. Did he like hold his hand? It was great. And- I fucked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all did a daisy chain. Yeah. <laughs> daisy chain? What is that? I don't what even know called? what that is. I don't know. Human centipede? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Katie, would you give me a Billy Corgan? That's what I call it, Coke Zero. Oh. You always wear that shirt that said zero. I don't want you to. Oh, thanks, Katie. I've never asked you to do that, but I feel like we're close enough. Do you want one? I don't want you drinking too much aspartame. I love aspartame. It's bad for you. Of course it is. Haven't we talked about that? Donald not... Rumsfeld was the head of the FDA when it was approved. Yeah. Just don't drink too much. Our buddy, Donald Our buddy, Rumsfeld. Donnie Rumsfeld. Always Wait, we haven't talked about Grummy yet. Oh, we got so many things. Let's finish about your husband. All right. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to write down grummy. Grummy husband. How many <laughs> How many irons in the fire can okay? you remember? Is this okay? Oh, we're still recording. <laughs> what? Am I dead? Did I die? Why were you just getting uncensored St. Clair right there? The way I was like, am I okay? Have I ruined okay? your podcast? That's no, what I'm thinking the whole time. That's so funny. That honestly, I feel like everybody feels that way when they when they don't know that this is the show. This is the show. Yeah, and I can tell it. you, any it's just like any good conversation. If you keep talking, it's it's wonderful. It's yeah. the best. This is great. I'm having Well, you I'm have a, a very unique way of if, making people feel like just being themselves. I don't know. Yeah. That's why I think you'd have a great talk show. Oh, thank you. Because people would be both funny and real. I don't think you can. I don't think someone's able to just do a ton of bits to your face. I hope so. Because you get, you get to the nitty gritty <laughs> with a lot of our male comedian friends who it's hard to break them open. Where are you getting this? You don't listen I just to the know show that. just from life? I know the way they talk about you. Oh, Pete, what a great guy. I'm like, you've shared some fucking secrets. Uh, <laughs> because right? I'm like a lady. Yeah. I like to gab. Yeah, you like to gab and they open up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the big secret is uh, you you share something and then they they share something as well. It's very off putting. (laughs) Like it it, it, it knocks people on their heels to be like, when my wife fucked that guy, they're like, what's that? And it's so liberating. I didn't always used to be that way in life. There's this weird thing uh, my therapist just told me about called the Heisenberg principle, Mm -hmm. where it's like matter when it's being observed behaves differently than when it's not being observed, which is Schrodinger's cat. 
What's that? Schrodinger's cat. It's something like my brother just brought this up. I was no, so bored. I went and did the dishes. <laughs> I was like, please wake me when you're. And, and then he behaved differently because yes, no one was watching him. <laughs> what does that mean, Schrodinger's? I cat? wish I knew. Google oh, it. Google for it. the fans at home. It's Google, Google it because it just was too boring for me to get oh, into. <laughs> well, the idea is then. Then also on this podcast, you things are heightened because we know people will listen yes. to it. That's all yes. I was going to say. That's so true. it makes conversations better. I strive to be like this guy on the show, and I am with you, yes. but with other people. People, it's hard. It is hard because there's a well, lot, especially of- for men. I feel sad for you guys sometimes. Like we were actually, we did a table read of not BFF, but the first pilot Lennon and I ever wrote together. And Nick said, and the first scene was two women in a me and Lennon in a Loman's dressing room, and we were just talking about our feelings and whatever, doing whatever, acting crazy. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Is this what you guys are really like when we're not around?" Yeah. And he said because it felt like he was Jane Goodall looking at the gorillas. That's funny. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. And I don't really know what it's like when you guys are are just together. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I, I think it can be. Somewhat similar, sometimes. Yeah. The stereotype of uh, we are just fishing. Yeah. The other song, we are just fishing. Like <laughs> yes. two guys who don't talk. I feel like that's kind of going the way of the dodo a I little bit. I think so, too. But we're this generation, and I said this on Paul's episode, raised by women. Yeah. I, I grew up going on walks with my mother. That's of, what I did. Yes. And she was course. like, suck in your stomach. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's like, if you suck in your stomach, you'll get used to it. I'm like, thanks, Mom. Now tell me how to get through sex with Dad. You had it. <laughs> Terrible. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I thought you had something, so I went for a sip. I didn't. I had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, how many irons in the fire can you remember? We're going to go back to your husband. Okay, we're going to talk about grummy. We got to talk about oh, grummy. Oh, uh, grief diner. Oh, yeah, the grief diner moment. That was such a that was such a helpful lunch I for me. I am so happy about that. I think I was just about to move to L.A. Before, when that grief yeah, diner happened. you were. And yeah. I was just about to book... The uh, a, a big commercial campaign. This is what happened. Oh, is you and I? I, I was waiting to hear. Yeah. About this uh, Sears diehard battery thing that you okay. can see online. Me and Matt McCarthy were about to do that, which was a big deal. It was a, yeah. Like we were real broke. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, that, those commercials would come exactly when you needed oh, them. Oh yeah, big yeah. time, big time. And this, and it, you know, it seemed big, but looking back, it wasn't that big. It just was. It felt real big. Yeah. It felt like a real and big. Because you had moved out too on your own, right? You were out of the house. At this point, you'd moved out of the Terrytown. When when we had. That's where everything fell apart. Oh, God. So perfect. Terrytown on Gory Brook Road. Oh, God. We lived in Sleepy Hollow on Gory Brook Road. And wasn't there like a man on life support living below you? That's. that's, Oh, Jesus. Things were dark. It wasn't a man, it was a woman who had lupus. I feel like I encouraged you to move there, and I feel responsible. Not at all. Didn't I say, like, the suburbs do it? (laughs) Yeah, maybe, but I I probably came to you and, like, had a foregone conclusion. I was like, I'm going to do it, and then you, like a good friend, just told me that that would be okay. So we lived up there, and, and I, I had a really hard time. This is something that I've gotten better at, but like voicing a complaint, which was, I fucking hate it here. You and I want to burn there. this town to the ground. Because well, you had to do like an hour commute. You would like have to take it's the like train. It's like a two-hour commute yeah, round trip no. to do five minutes at UCB at 11, and you're just like, this is no, not No, it working. wasn't the life you wanted. And then what started to happen is I would like, I'd be so depressed. I'd be at home alone, and I got, look, I have a heart. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I'm not a no monster. A, you're saying that like I've said you are. I know. No one but thinks something that. in my brain was just like you're an asshole. The woman, there was a woman down. She, there was a woman downstairs who was blind. I'm sorry. <laughs> she and she had lupus. Blind lupus. Oh. So she was. Is that when they have bright yellow eyes? See, this is what's weird. Is I never <laughs> saw her. Okay. 
which made her maybe she was a ghost. It ah, it made her a phantom like presence in yeah. my life. I knew there was a woman, and I'm sorry. There's nothing funny about death or whatever. No. I knew there was a woman dying below me. God. And there was also an old old woman above me. So I had like death all around. This is like you were living in Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, basically. And I always had this joke with myself that I'd be chopping vegetables, which I never did, and that I'd look up and there'd just be like this scary blind woman like looking through me. Sure. Like, (laughs) just like, ah! Never saw her. Bright yellow cat eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never, never saw her. Uh, Poor woman. But so I'm surrounded by death. And I, I remember we went to Joe's. Joe, Joe Jr.'s, Joe which Jr. was my – Jason introduced me to that, but Manzukas because that, he has a <clears throat> deathly egg allergy. Right. Will kill him. And, and that was the only place that wouldn't kill him. One of two places in New York he knew he wouldn't die right, that okay. he would eat at. So we would eat there almost every day. Joe right. Jones. Yeah. So we go to Joe Jones and, and you – it's not a good time to hang out with somebody. It's funny. Yeah. The list of people that would tolerate me at that time, <laughs> very short. <laughs> Nobody wants to hang out with a guy that's like – and the carpeting. <laughs> and this is one of the few times I cried once in therapy. I cried once uh, on a story I told on the Millennium episode. And this is the third time I cried. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is this yeah. indulgent <laughs> podcast I've created? <laughs> um, it's not enough that it happened. I have to retell it to thousands of people. We go to Joe June's. You were gracious enough to meet with me. I don't know what I'm doing. And I remember I was like, I guess I'll get the 410 train back right. to hell. You were untethered. <laughs> and we had like a 2 p.m. lunch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we sat there and you asked me how it was going. And I was doing my best to just be like the regular guy you knew. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's going great. It's going no. <clears throat> it's going great. <laughs> and the, I remember the phrase, Jess, that made me cry in front of you. Oh, God. Middle of the day, eating eggs or whatever. Yeah. And I go, uh... The house smells like bandages, which, oh it, my which it did, God. which it did, and gauze, because everyone's dying, <laughs> and that was the phrase that made me like I didn't even like it snuck up on me, you know, when your own brain is like, oh, you yeah. just said something that we hate, yes. like there's the emotional yes. part that couldn't handle your own words, no. and I just like it was very it was embarrassing, but you were very sweet. No, I didn't like ball, but no. I cried a little bit, and you were so that was that's grief lunch. That was grief lunch, and thank God, you know, because we're all going through that. Everyone's having their TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. Joe Junior's moment of crying by yourself, yeah. and it's nice to get to reach out. Well, and that's say, what we're talking hey, about: I'm death and sad. stuff. And, yes. Yeah, and, and to have you validate, and somebody like you who really does connect with me and listens to me, yes. and I could see in that moment you had a lot of empathy. Yes, because everybody who hasn't like been there—if you. you haven't been there—then you haven't fully let yourself right. feel things. Right, right, right. I think. Yep. You and know? and that that was that that was a leukemia. I'm sorry to keep bringing yeah. it up that way, but it was a leukemia thing. It was a sad thing. And then since then, there has been a heightening of stakes. Going there's Hell House, yeah, and then there's not outside of the Hell House, That's and I'm outside of that fucking Hell House. And you'll never go back in. And I'll never. You'll never go back in. One of my favorite favorite movie, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, one of yeah. them. And uh, Al Pacino, Ricky Roma. Never seen it. It's great. It's a real. It's a real it. dude movie. I know, right? but I, I have bet you'd to like see it. it. I bet you'd like it. Um, he he gives his monologue. He's selling a guy basically yeah. casually over cocktails in a Chinese restaurant, and he has this great monologue. And one of the lines he goes, uh, "Bad people go to hell. I don't think so. You think that? Live that way. Hell exists on Earth. Yes. <sighs> I won't live in it. Oh, what? <laughs> And that's the way you're living your life. That's, I'm staying out of the hell house. Is it hard for you, though, when you're in a relationship? Does it make you more gun-shy, like, to get committed or to go for it? It's and interesting. Do you find yourself, like, like, you know, I mean, not to relate this to BFF, but, like, 
I felt sad that maybe forever I would be like, oh, I would be jaded or something. Yeah. And I actually said to Jason, I feel really jaded. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that ever going to go away? And he said, no. And I was like, not the answer I wanted. Uh, um, but he said, but that's okay because that's just a real way to live in the world. My, my father, who, who uh, went through something similar, told me, he was like, it never goes away. And I was like, why are you telling me that? But he, he, it's like, there's like an acceptance of like, that's, that's just going to be a scar that you have. Yeah. But we do, I think what I hear you saying and what I, I think is a good mes- message for the, for the podcast is like, it's important to not harden your heart. It's a really bad quality. It's, it's hard. It gets hard and we protect ourselves. And, and this is something we do in show business as mm-hmm. well. Love and show business, very similar. We, learn, we, we get callous and we build up this like little turret around our heart mm-hmm. of cobblestones. And that mm-hmm. keeps the pain out. But then it also, also keeps, keeps the, the joy, joy out. out. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Snap. <laughs> so we have to be careful. We do. To use just as few bricks as we can and start taking oh, some down. Jesus Christ. Right? Do you need to write a book about this? <laughs> Pete Holmes, I need you constantly the, the streaming. Few, the, I need that constant live stream. <laughs> you, there's basically <laughs> 400 <laughs> hours of this shit. If this is doing it for you, there's a lot more. There's a lot more than that came from. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, and it's hard. It's very hard. Hard to risk, hard to love. Yeah. But, but that's it. like everybody that Jason dates. I'm like, this is it. This is the one. Zookies? Like I always want to believe oh, in, tr- in 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 goes- true love, but it does. It, but it can't be everybody. Kindred spirits. I know they're not a dime a dozen. I hear that. I, I've shared the story on the podcast before, and it, it kind of haunts me. Is it's a story I heard on NPR. This guy goes to this uh, convention yeah. in Florida. Bears repeating. If I have to say <laughs> it again. Anyone listening to this, like, way, I remember the story. I do, too. You should have children immediately <laughs> because dads can just repeat as many stories I as they know. want. And, and, and jokes, kids have too. to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Can I make you a sandwich? Yeah. Bam, you're, you're a sandwich. <laughs> Dad. Then I moonwalk in yeah, my robe. Yeah, just like, what? This is how we used to dance <laughs> the, back then. The robe falls open. Dad, you're asking a question. <laughs> it's the human body. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're Where just fishing. Very weird. So this guy goes to – I'm going to tell it so quickly. He goes to Florida for a convention. He's from New York. Yeah. And in the middle of this convention, literally just a cliche, just the same thing they've been using to sell us Coca-Cola for the past 100 years. This guy sees a woman across the crowded convention space. She sees him. And he goes up to her and there's this weird connection. And he just says to her, he goes, hey. It took him a while to work up the nerve. And he goes up and he goes, hey, you're really something. And she goes, hey, you're really something. Then they just start talking, right? Like, just instant connection. Interesting. They start talking. They're in Florida, remember? And then they realize, after they've been talking for 10 minutes, that they're both from New York City. This okay. is a true story, by the way. Okay. This isn't fucking Long Island medium. This, or, is, this is real. Hey, that's <laughs> real. That is real. No, I know. I'm, I I'm need to believe you. it. All green lights. Believe okay. me. I, what do you fucking you think I'm doing this after? call me after what you see an you episode. Fucking, you're going to cry I watched the Tony out. Robbins show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the six she, episodes. She's very similar in the way she talks about it. She'll be like, I'm just, I'm just validating. Yes. That's his way of validating. Yeah, okay. So uh, they start talking, and um, they realize they're both from New York City. Talk a little bit more. They realize they both live in Alphabet City. They live on the Lower East Side. Okay. They talk a little bit more. They realize they live in the same neighborhood. They live in the same building. What? They, she just moved into his building, 
And he's like, you, you live, you're the guy, you're the lady that moved below me before. That's they, so they found out that they live, so they have this intense love connection. Then they find out they live in the same building. Of course, they start dating, yeah. fall in love real fast, oh, real no, fucking the infatuation. white hot. Right. Oh no, it's not one of those stories. I'm not here it to, I'm not bad? here. It goes bad, but. Oh the, God. <laughs> Can you just stop talking before it yeah, goes yeah, bad? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I want to hear it. Go point, ahead. <laughs> I know you do. What happens? I have a theory Please about tell that. tell me. Women who shoot blood and babies out of their yeah. vaginas are, are so much. Much more violent and open to pain than yeah. men. Can I just That's why clarify for the listeners place? though that we don't shoot blood out you of it? You do when the baby comes. <laughs> Doctors wearing those clear goggles. Oh, it's not to help them. They see. wear goggles. Of course they do. Oh no! They'd wear a swim cap if they it. could. Oh god! It's it's a squirty right. procedure. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not like in Prometheus where she has to like pull the squid baby out of her stomach. <laughs> that was horrifying. You didn't see it. You are a dude. No, I did not mean to see that. <laughs> on his iPad. I'm like, what's that? Just in time to see the squid oh, come out of her. Oh, just she in time to give for herself bed. her own cesarean <laughs> on the spaceship. Squid, squidzarian? Yeah, squidzarian. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, but then what happens? They fall in more. love? They fall in love, they get married, and, and it's just exactly... Here's the haunting part, is it's just exactly what you want. Yeah. You and I are both wanting that story, Yeah. and it makes me sad that I'm not in a... Con- not, not all the time. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I'm not in a convention center thinking somebody's really something. You know right, what I mean? But you will. I hope so. She dies. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah, she dies on a plane. Oh, my God. Not a plane crash. She died on a plane. Oh. Yeah. How long were they married for? Uh, but you'll like the you'll like the addendum, yeah, because it's it's very Long Island medium stuff where he is like still is- actively in love with her. And thinks about her and like feels connected to her and stuff. And is but like, is he moving on? I don't know. It's not know. like a weekend at Bernie's situation where he's like propping her up and like bringing her to dinner. <laughs> I saw Weekend at Bernie's too in the theaters. That's I don't great. know why. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only living person. I literally in was that like, theater. why am I? Do I hate myself that much? I was being forced to live with my parents That's in awesome. New Hampshire for the summer. I was like, I guess I'll just see this film. Oh no. How did we get there? We were talking about your husband. Yeah. At any rate, he's a fabulous writer, and uh, and that's it. And he's always facing, and that's one of the reasons I love him, is he is totally in touch with the dark side. And I used to be very afraid of it. It's important. And it's important. I feel like when the shit goes down, he's going to be able to be like, here, let me be your guide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he writes beautiful poem. I love poetry, I, but I never would pick it up if, it, if my house wasn't full of it. Right. But it's like... Oh, that's interesting. I feel that's everybody. Yeah. Why you know what I you love? Really, ooh, I'm going to go buy a book. Movies where they read poetry in the movie. God, I'm always yes. like, yeah. Yeah. Why don't I read poetry? You can. Yeah. I'm going to send you a few. Okay. But um, yeah, like my friend Kristen was having this like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I said, I think there's a poem for you and I found it one night I was just like leafing through I typed it up she was like that's exactly what I needed because it's like a real it's a moment they capture these deep and and they ask those questions those deep questions so at least you feel like well somebody smarter than me has has explored this yeah. so I don't have to do the thinking have you had the, uh, I've had this moment <laughs> that's great right? I've had this moment where there's a poem like a song in a relationship and then later I'll see the poem framed in someone's bathroom oh interesting and then and you're like, like Oh, we're all sharing it. Gross. Yeah. It's kind of gross depending on who that person is. It'll sneak up on you. Yeah. We were talking about your your desire to see Manzukas excuse me, to like find love. You know what I mean? Like you're rooting for people to find yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've said oh, in this podcast those. that you yes. want me to find yes, love. Yes, I do. You I love do. love. It's I great. I love it. I do too. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. And we don't want to harden our hearts. And when I got divorced and when your show got canceled, 
I don't. That's to answer your question. We're all over the place, but I don't give a fuck. That's all right. It's a free. We're going to bring it all together. Of course we are. Zombie apocalypse. That's how in a in a herald gone wrong. We just yeah. everyone just turns into zombies. That's you so know? funny. A bunch of callbacks. That's everyone so dies. Funny. Everyone shoots each other. That's great. Or Jason keeps. I don't know. why I keep talking about him, but he he promised me last night. We did a show soundtrack at the UCB. He's now done this three times to me. A scene's going on. We need no help from the back line. <laughs> no help. Uh, I don't need his help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And suddenly, he just makes my character have the wettest fart from the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> like that. And then it, and that then escalates into full-ass explosions. <laughs> and then I have to justify it. And we got off stage, and that's how the show fucking ended, is Brian Husky coming in as a cleaning lady and me saying, I'm sorry, I've sprayed shit all over the room. And we got off stage, and Jason's like, hey, man, I just wanted to say, I think that's the last time I'm going to do that. I go, oh, really? Three times a charm? No one asked for it. Nobody asked for it. The first time, hilarious. Second time, not as funny. Third time, not funny at all. Yeah, he's like a dad. He keeps repeating that sandwich joke. Anyway. Let me ask you this. Uh, zombies or apocalypse? Because you're talking about shit going down. Yeah. And the dark side. Right. If you were to go into a fantasy. I'm not afraid of zombies. I'm really not. But which one is more pleasant for you? Because somebody told me that like the people that choose apocalypse, which is me, are like secret loners and stuff. Really like autonomy, walking with a backpack. I don't want to be alone. I do like the idea of starting a new civilization. Yeah. There you go. But then my husband saw the movie The Road, the yeah. Cormac, and said it was the darkest shit he'd ever seen. And if that, and he, he should read then the book. he's well, he I, I don't know if he did, but then he described to me the plot of it, and I could not handle it. Like it's, it's a, a father and a son, and it's it a beautiful book. Don't they have to like eat each other, or rape each other? Or something? No, no, no. They're surrounded by people who want to rape and eat. Right? Them. They go, yeah, they go and like people are keeping humans to eat in a barn or something. I mean, big spoiler, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that movie. You shouldn't see that movie, but that's in the book. Holy! I know it's fuck. an amazing book, the right? Book I can't go so there. Much as much scarier. as I'm, I've made a big talk about how I can face the dark side. I can't because every night I crack open like a book on France or cooking. I need to escape. Yeah, I, I can't go there. I don't know. I was reading it's the road movie. at the end of a relationship, and I, that, oh, that's a red flag. That's if, a red flag. If the guy you're with winds down by reading a book about the end of days he's Get thinking out. about breaking up with you Get- <laughs> wait that's the first chapter of this relationship book you're gonna write yeah yeah these are tips fewest bricks fewest possible, bricks possible. <laughs> and it's just a little cartoon heart with like a turret and a oh turret. you can see it maybe letting down like their hair like a goldilocks <laughs> okay <laughs> somebody's getting 10 percent uh, Zuki's love. Grummy? We can go to Grummy. No, who cares? I'm just no, no, no. Oh, but but is your oh this, to finish the analogy? We're yeah. going to Grummy right after this. Okay. To finish the analogy or the the question, I guess. Yeah, I is didn't people answer. that pick zombies like community? Yes, I would pick zombies because that's you're an improviser. Yeah, and I would try and you find be- a place where I can like just keep them at bay. I loved the first season of The Walking Dead, then it sort of lost me. Yeah. But I like the idea of like we're all in a mall, we got to keep them out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and this yeah, yeah. is my new family. It's cozy. It's cozy. Isn't that we've we've talked about that a lot on the shows, the idea of thinking about peril, thinking about the uh you know in the War of the Worlds? Yes. T Cruz. Yes. T Cruz and D Fam yeah. are in the basement. 
and he's tucking her in. Yeah. And all, all outside in the lights, you <laughs> see the you see the what? Terrifying. I'm yeah, already scared. You see the spaceships looking for humans to yeah. turn them into like blood fountains, basically. <laughs> and he's he's tucking he's tucking her in. And like there, I've met more than one person that, that that's like that's my fall asleep fantasy. Like I pretend I'm in some sort of safe. Is that a man? Space. Is that a man who thinks that? It was a woman. It's a woman. Okay, that's interesting. Mine, and I've said this many times on the show, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> is a sniper. Right. I like I like the idea of being secluded and armed. Interesting. It helps me sleep. Do you uh, have anything like I, that? I uh, no, I would just. To fall asleep, I just replay the movie Anne of Green Gables backwards in my head. You know, oh, now she's at the Christmas ball. No, it has nothing to do with snipers <laughs> or zombie apocalypse. I love that I started to laugh. Cruise. I was afraid <laughs> of what you were about to say was going to make me spit out my Coke Zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, none of that. I bet you have very similar thoughts every night when you fall asleep. And maybe you're just not kidding. Yeah. Cat- oh, you know what? Sometimes I'll imagine like as a child – Going to sleep. Oh, I used to when I was a kid go like, you know what would be great is if I could like create a bed in the back of a car, like have a mattress mm-hmm. because we used to take long trips up mm-hmm. to New Hampshire. I'd be like, why can't you just put a mattress back there and like, have a perfect amount of <laughs> yeah. sleep? And there's a 70s and teenager still, like, yeah, totally, so, man. Yeah. Just put a mattress yeah, back so maybe there. I th- maybe I weirdly think of that as safety, like uh-huh. someone drive your parents driving you, you're asleep yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret and safe. Yes. Yeah, I think I was falling asleep uh, last night and I, I, I was telling myself, Secret safe place. Go. Oh, I know. It, it, there's too much sharing on this show. No, there is. There's way too much sharing on the no, show. No, there is. But the idea, like like Frodo and the ring, is it secret? Is it safe? That yeah. ring was taking a nap. I tell you that right yeah. now. Because if you're secret and safe, ooh, yeah, right in stuff. that cave. But then someone found you. Mm, that's starts true. Starts a war, that's an orc true. war, an orc war. God, those movies give me such headaches. Yeah, and they're long. Oh, too. they're so long. I feel like I've been on the journey with the with yeah, the hobbits. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, You're I weary. I'm weary. If you watch the I extended like versions too, I've, I feel like I've done this track. Yeah, you know the extended versions include the meals and bathroom breaks. <laughs> I'm gonna go poop in the Shire. All right, surely they'll cut. Nope, there's Samwise wiping with a leaf <laughs> we don't have. Oh, I found the frog's foot. I don't know why I'm making him talk. I goes frog's foot to wipe me off. The Hobbit. We're gonna spend more time in the Shire. When I that's see, where I'd rather just a whole movie about the Shire. Did you know Peter Jackson took the set of the Shire and put it in his backyard? No, that's weird. What do you <laughs> mean? He could like pop into a Hobbit hole, yeah. like whatever he wants he for like re- a little alone he time. He rebuilt it because I thought you were gonna be like, "That's amazing!" Because that's how, the Shire is such a great. Oh. It's a metaphor. It's yeah. a it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful. It's place. community. It's dancing. It's drinking. It's like right. inbreeding. Right. People love it. Right. Right. Little homes. Yeah. Little homes. It's, it's always like cold enough at night that you want to have soup. Yes. Oh. I want to live in the Shire. Yeah, but it, during the day you're rolling those pants up, aren't you? Yeah, you and are. And then you know what you're doing? Frolicking. Frolicking. <laughs> you're frolicking. You're doing a maypole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Visiting a neighbor. Yeah. Oh wait, there yeah, was and a- there's a neighbor you don't like that you avoid. Yes. There's just enough drama. Oh, Mr. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Pip Smart saw me. That's why I was obsessed with Gilmore Girls. The idea of stars hollow. Did you ever get into Gilmore Girls? No. You no. might get into it. You might not. I don't know how okay. gay I really think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, um, I'm a sprinkle. But Stars Hollow, is where they live, is just like this this great little town, and they all know each other's business. But it's yeah. kind of annoying, but not really. And Can I, I just was into you? it. Yeah, us starting it, a new civilization. Well, when this the always apocalypse, zombie apocalypse comes. Kind of. This always Fine. makes. Did you see the movie Wanderlust? You were in the movie Wanderlust. Yeah, I sure was. Fuck you, Jesse. I really Claire. was. That was a fun little Hollywood moment for me. It was. Did I? Did fun you, to shoot. Do you know that's one of my favorite movies? Is it really? I 
love that. What movie. do you love about it? The, the everything. But you you want to live there. Yes. You want to, and that That's house was why. fabulous. That, that I, let's talk about Wanderlust, man. What I was going to ask you was, I've yeah. always, as Kumail and Emily, whose picture is right over your shoulder, know since t- ten years, they're the best. Ten years ago, I've always been like, let's live on a commune. I just want to live. on I a could commune. totally see you doing that. Wouldn't I be harvesting the best? wheat and just ah. like grinding it to make yeah. round loaves of bread? Yeah, and swimming and yeah. pulling oh. up the reeds. No, and they were having the all the cast of Wanderlust. They were having the summer of their lives. Like they were just having the best time because they were Filming there it. for two months. And because yeah, the message they, of the movie is that's where we belong. Yes, that's and what we should be doing. Exactly, and they were having such a great time. I, I bet they are depressed. David Wayne is probably yes. still depressed. That he's I not at that house. I was like, why is everyone so relaxed? They had like summer camp and it was beautiful. That's what where it is. They... I'm a camp guy. Yeah, I want camp again. I know. People say know there's camp for adults. Somebody tweeted that at me. Happy fun. Happy fun zone or something. There's like a weird camp like yeah. in Las Vegas, but I think that's just you go to fucking groups. Well, that, that, that's where this always goes is Kumail and Emily always give me shit and he's like, how long before we're all fucking? That's like, true. That's, that's just the truth. It's the truth. And you know what? I was actually thinking about Wanderlust recently because, you know, there's that scene where she goes to Paul Rudd. She goes, we should make love sometime, right? Right, right, right. And then I was thinking about that and I was like, what a great idea. And then I was like, What's what's the safe sex situation? She's not on the pill. No. And that means we're going by some lunar cycle. Right. And we don't have the app for it, so we're just free freestyling it. And people are probably using lambskin, like things they knitted themselves. Yeah, but are condoms. are they? Would or they? Are they? I don't know. Maybe you just have the babies. I don't. I want to know if I, if you're works. on a commune, are you using a bag? I don't. I, I want to know. Well, there was a girl on the show who had grown a good girl in the movie, an actress on the movie had grown up in a commune, I believe. Really? And she said it's not as like they all shared certain things, but it was still like you'd have you your know your your own space. I think you're. I think you will always keep a boundary up. Oh, good. I don't know if you. Can That's ever how my really commune fully... would be. Yeah, right. My commune is separate houses too. That's there's fabulous. like there's like one main house. My parents almost live late when we we would go up in the summer. And in fact, this is what I think about when I go to sleep. But we would spend the summers up in New Hampshire on this like picturesque lake, and all of my parents had their best friends there, and we were all best. My childhood best friends. They were all the parents. The sons, well, you know what I'm saying. We yeah, were yeah, everybody's yeah, sure. best friend, and then they retired up there, and so every night is like a nonstop party. They're like, yeah. they're like Malcolm called. We're all all going down and having hot toddies by the full moon. Are they all fucking each other? I don't know. Yeah, I hope they are. I, kinda, I was just gonna say, I hope I they hope are. I hope they are. But it's community. Are. The other thing I wanted to say is there's this great New York Times article I want you to read. It, it called, makes me sad to think about how much I'd like that. Listen, what? Read this article called "The Place Where People Forget to Die." Ooh. New York Times, this guy was Greek. Greek. He got lung, he lived in America, but he was born on this small Greek island. And he got diagnosed with lung cancer when he was like 65. And he goes, you know what? Instead of doing the chemo, I want to actually go back to my island and, and just die with my, where I was born. Yes. So he and his <clears throat> wife went back there. This island has people who are well into their hundreds. Nobody seems to die like hmm. until they're at least 105 and they don't know why. So they're doing all these studies about it. And it basically it's like he he went back with lung cancer and then his lung cancer went away. He's still alive 30 years later. Wow. Because they they grow their own food that they get up whenever they want. They yep. don't they stay up late socializing and playing poker and whatever and and they they socialize constantly. Can I tell you they something? think that's it. They were I I just I was watching this uh this emotional life. It's a series you can watch oh. on Netflix. It's good. It's like a documentary. Yeah. And they were talking about how loneliness and isolation is as dangerous for your life as as like smoking. Something traditional that you'd be like, you can't eat a bacon cheeseburger. You also can't eat kale alone. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another title for a book. Yeah, free. You can't eat kale, kale alone. That's your follow-up. <laughs> this is a free That's podcast, by the way. I watch the movie. I get the best part, and I just give it to people for yes. free. It's true. It's it's so difficult. I, I worry about like isolation and stuff. So we, we've heard that song a million times, the island where people are drinking clean water and, and they're And they don't out. think it's exercise. They were like, these people do not go to gyms. They don't. Yeah. If anything, they walk up and down stairs to get to each other's houses. But it's not. Yeah. These aren't like felt people. They frolic. People. They they frolic. frolic. It's the Shire. It's the, it's shire. the shire. That's what it is. But that's exactly LA is what the anti-Shire, so we need to push against that. Well, that's why I've always tried to do Petey Palooza, which is where we kind of have a commune weekend. What is Petey Palooza? <laughs> and why have I never gotten an invite? It doesn't exist yet. Well, why don't you make it happen? I what are we waiting find... for? You'll be dead by January, and then you'll never have put it together. And then I'll have to put it together as a tribute. Yeah. Oh, that's better. You know, Petey yeah, yeah, Palooza, yeah. where Petey would Palooza. you have it? Well, I, I want to find a house like the house that was in that movie that you saw that house yes, where, where was that that house? was outside of Atlanta actually right where they filmed Deliverance really <laughs> yeah it was in a tiny tiny town um, but is it was it really... like a civil war house it was like from the eight, like late 1800s I think dumb question yeah is it really off a road like a long road like yes that? it is mm-hmm. okay I guess uh, no I mean it's paved there was a paved part of it they didn't okay so they but cheated that a they little cheated bit. that yeah but most of the things they shot I mean all that the, the, pond. the wigwam and everything that was all in there really yeah they built all of that and That's the and the cool. vegetable garden it was mm. amazing David Wayne amazing director you don't even feel like oh. you're acting because he's just like he's just the calmest guy in the world I don't know why I actually talked to Judd Apatow on the podcast about why that wasn't a bigger movie I oh think, yeah, I don't know think either. It had a lot I to do with it. the title or something. Maybe I, I couldn't you never know when. It. How I honestly, I like think the title. How much money goes behind? Yeah. publicizing it. Yeah, I really start to think that's if what Jennifer it is. Aniston and Paul Rudd. I mean, that sounds like a winner. It's a dream team. It's a win. It's a win-win. That yuck. And I got to get yuck. close up to Jennifer Aniston's face. She's stunning. Is she stunning? Yeah. It looks like if you were oily, you would rub Jennifer Aniston yeah. on your face to like dry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the blotter. <laughs> She's a blotter of a She's woman. A <laughs> yeah. She did. She get. Oh, you weren't there. You were there when she got naked. I was there. Did she get naked? She did. And you saw it. Yeah. And How's they, that going? They were perfect. Yeah. Everyone, everyone went crazy and took their tops. It was every, but it was fabulous because it wasn't like a bit. It wasn't, wasn't a sexual deal. at all. Everyone, I believe, Carrie Kenny was saying "Baba Booey," Howard Stern, like shaking her boobs in front of the camera. It was amazing. Uh, I wish they had been able to do that, like fully have let them go crazy. Yeah. I thought her, I, I heard that Jennifer. It, it's not in the movie. Yeah. I heard that she they didn't want to pixelate it. They right? pixelate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I understand. Yeah. You know, she's got a, a total image to, to sure. maintain and protect. It, yeah. But what? who cares? They're just boobs. Listen, if I had boobs that perfect, I'd take them out all the time. Right? Oh, all the time. You couldn't... I, I'd, be, I'd come here topless. I would. Ah. I feel like some people have. That's the... That's the hokey. That's the style. real tragedy. <laughs> I love them. I love that you're you're hip to. Oh, so Petey Palooza, we get a ho- we get a house get like a that. House. And then uh, all I really when when I'm at like my best, like that's it's all this like uh, you know oh somebody gave, they they I talked about Petey Palooza and they liked that uh, it was vegan. It was like we we eat vegan. Fine. But, but but like good vegan, yeah. You know what I mean. Vegetarian, so everyone feels. Yeah, sure. Energetic. There's a little there's a little feta in there. Is that sure. feta? It is, is feta. feta? <laughs> some some shoeless chef. Yeah, that's yeah. feta. Thanks. Hand yeah, crumbled. Hand, cr- hand crumbled by these hands. The same hands that are okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, and then you know there's meditation, which we haven't talked about. So we meditate. Yes. We do yoga. This is sounding pretty obnoxious, but I don't sure. give a fuck. Sure, sure. It's fun not apologizing for what what you like. We have yeah. a weird vegan chef. 
we play music kind of like together. Don't you love a good yeah, sing song? Yeah, yes, of course. Have Did you ever it... been with a friend who like knows everything on the piano? Oh, God, it's fabulous. Yes, my, my childhood best friend was Lakimi? amazing. But he would always, not Kimi, my, my male, the, my, my boy childhood best friend who I grew up with in the summer, but he would always get on. The, he was an amazing What's musician, but he'd always do Girl from Epanema over and over. And we're like, enough is enough with that. Ding. You just feel like Draper shaking yeah. up a cocktail. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, one of my best friends, Oren Brimmer, can play the uh, Eternal Sunshine soundtrack. Oh. And every time you, I, I always, I make him play it. We were backstage at the show once. I was about to go, and I was like, you know, play what to play. it hit me. It's the saddest song, and every time oh. he plays it. I just get all tingly and sad. Oh, I love it. And then I go out and be silly. Yeah. It's so fun. I love that. So we do all that. And then we swim and we sing and we, uh, and I don't know. I don't know if there's fucking. Let me ask you this. What is holding you back from from doing that? Palooza. Yeah. I've got to find the right place. Oh, we also take mushrooms. Are you into that? I've never taken them, but I'll do it. At Petey Palooza. It is safe safe space. But you know what? Why don't you make your, give yourself a goal of this summer, you're going to host Petey Petey Palooza and just rent the house. Look yeah. in Ojai. That's where yeah. that's where Paul Shear goes. Really? Yeah, Paul goes there every and 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 Hubel yeah. and anyway. I just think life is for the living. Let's do it now. Let's not wait. Yeah, you're right. You've been talking a lot about it. There's all this talk. I'm so writing down Ojai. So just do it and see who shows up. Well, yeah, I I know who would. I think I have a file in my phone on who to invite. But you're your new I'm top of the there. list. I hope I'm in there. T of the L. <laughs> okay, so enough about Petey Palooza. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Grummy. Okay. We've been teasing this the whole episode. <laughs> it better be good. We So we did this tour. Mm-hmm. There's actually a couple things. Uh, remember the, don't say it. Which one? The story. Uh, I sometimes text it to you. It's two words. Which one? <laughs> this is a seatbelt. <laughs> oh, we'll tell. We'll tell. <laughs> So we do this tour, and this was the most thrown together tour, the it best week ever live so tour. So terrible! First first tour of its kind for me. Was I never done. You? I don't even do stand up. I, I was I was pulling I a routine, and everyone knew it. Yeah, I did three and a half minutes of the stupidest bit in the world, and then I ran off stage. I know. And every night you were like, "It was okay." It yeah, would work. But it didn't really work. But then it you was were good. The second half of the show. I just needed the money so bad. They shouldn't have made you do the stand-up portion. They should have no, had you come out strange. for the second part. It was strange. So thanks, Katie. So it was run by Lou Viola, a magical wizard of a man. I called him Baby Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he has very, very white hair. And I'm sure just and a, he's, sh- a he's a diminutive stature. Yeah. You know what I mean? like Santa's tiny yes. helper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it'd have to be with elves yes. to feel like Santa. Yeah. And you know he just has a sheen of white pubes. Yes, yes. And just, you know, like real James Cameron wizard hair. But such a nice dude. Like, oh, he very knew nice. we needed the money, and that's, I think, why he did it. And he, he helped us out. And he kept booking us, like, you know, because you know, he'd be like, Lou, I can't pay my rent. And he'd be like, all right, I'll give you a tour to Pittsburgh. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he'd always screw us. On the transportation. The transportation was <laughs> fucked. Two things were fucked about that tour. I remember they were like, they had us flying to, let's say, D.C. And they'd have us leave New York and not go to D.C., but go to like Baltimore. Yes, have and then a like, 17-hour layover. <laughs> layover and, then, and then like and then a helicopter. A bus, yeah, and then yeah. take a bus to... And then we're like, how much did we save by doing that? And it was like $20. Yes. And it's like, get us the That's fucking That's what ended direct. up breaking the tour, Yeah, honestly. That, that, that broke, it broke up the band. Us. And then there's Grummy. So then he hired, because he was cutting corners, he hired a guy so that he didn't have to go. Baby Santa didn't have to go out on the road. He hired this guy who introduced himself 
as, as Grummy. Picture that was his name. a guy who would call himself Grummy. You're probably pretty close. That's it. Salt and pepper, long, straggly <laughs> yes. ponytail. He looked like he had Skinny. just finished a long hike. Yeah, like at the <laughs> Appalachian Trail. Yes. And that, if you were hiking and that man passed you, you'd be like, was that a ghost? Yeah. You know, maybe that's what this crummy looked like. That is he looked, what And like. he looked exactly like the shoe bomber. Yes, yes, he He looked did. exactly but like the shoe bomber. But he had a sweet bomber. soul. We could tell that. He was a sweet I wasn't worried about Grummy no, hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't ask to be left alone with him either. But yeah. I didn't. I, we were like, why do you call him Grummy? Do you remember this? And he goes, Because I grumble. Like, because I go grum, grum, I go grum, 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 grum. And we didn't know if he had called himself Grummy. Because yeah. it didn't seem he had a big Grummy also social used to, network. he'd drive the van. And yeah. Grummy was not a good driver. No, he wasn't. And he, or just a he good outside of the house. He cut over five lanes of traffic. On the Holland Tunnel. On the Holland Tunnel. That, it was terrifying. And he almost made a U-turn, and I was like, this is one way. <laughs> you can't go the other way on the road to the Holland Tunnel, Grum. Grum. So I would always sit in the front, white-knuckling it, kind of feeling like I'm driving. Because yes. I have to tell him, like, I'm like, this happened. I was like, Grummy, you just blew a red light. <laughs> like, yes, grum, 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 grum. <laughs> that was right at the beginning. And also, the weird thing about Grummy was that every show we would go to, the green room would have, like, peanuts or, like, nutter butters, some fruit. Or an old summer, like a, like a submarine sandwich yes. that we would eat maybe one tiny portion. And then in comes Grummy. Grummy, we noticed at the end of shows, was wrapping up all the sandwiches Everything. and putting them in his bag. Everything. And then three days later, we'd see him eating them. Or he would offer one of us, Does anyone want a turkey and prove sandwich? And I would say, Grummy, where did you get that? And he goes, That was from the gig in Pittsburgh. I'm like, That was a week and a half ago. <laughs> and then he did something even weirder where he, he goes, Hey, can you put this in your suitcase? Oh, that's right. He was running out said, of room. What? Why? And what is it? And he held up three half-drunk bottles of Snapple. He goes, "I want to bring these home. Will you put these in your suitcase and check your bag?" I said, "I absolutely <laughs> will not." <laughs> because those were like those we knew that those half-drunk Snapples were like millions of Snapples he'd emptied in <laughs> to each other. New flavors. And then he told us that he drives a van at home. And he cooks. And he would make himself a ham and cheese in the morning. And then he was a delivery van he was running. He was driving. And then he would put the ham and cheese on the flatbed of the truck, of the van. And then he'd drive it around. And the heat from the truck yeah. would warm it and melt the cheese. And that would be his so hot he's, lunch. He's floor grilling. He's <laughs> Hot lunch. What is it? Remix? Hot lunch the jam. Hot lunch jam. <laughs> yeah, he'd only play the hot lunch jam while he lunch made. Jam. This is the weirdest man in the world. His whole cabinets were filled, and his plan was like Daniel Plainview was to make enough money to disappear into the mountains. I didn't know that he had a plan. By he himself? had a plan. Yeah, I believe by himself. There wasn't a Mrs. Grummy. <laughs> I'm Trummy. <laughs> Do you remember what happened at the Hooters that you and Britt took me to? No. You, myself, and Britt. Went I remember. To a I have photos from that. Right, Hooters. and it was a great, great time. Yeah, yeah. Taken on my Trio six fifty, like an old course, phone. Of course, gritty. Yeah. I also have a photo of me and Mike Britt and Chuck Nice smoking, <laughs> which was a real trophy for me. Me and two black dudes That's smoking. Nice. That'll never like, happen again. I'm cool. It'll Look never happen again. Cigarette in my mouth. Two black dudes, and we did the the black dude thing of no smiling. So we were just like. Oh, oh, it was awesome. Hot. It was that's, a treasure. Put that in your Facebook profile. I wish I could. I wish I could. It's a treasure. Um, but we went with Grummy <clears throat> to the Hooters. Grummy. And this is what I remember. I'd never been inside a Hooters before. 
it's it wasn't very interesting. I remember just, where we sat. We sat near the door. Near the door. At a high table. Yeah, at a high table. That was it was a very busy Hooters. I don't even know. We were outside somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere yeah, yeah, in the yeah, mid Atlantic yeah. states. Yeah. And the woman the waitress came over and she was in her traditional the orange shorts, a a tan nude hose and yeah. kids. Yeah. Grummy stood up and then wa- and then stood like three feet away from the table while she was giving us our specials. And we don't know this. to this day why he did that. Like it he got like, up out of discomfort that this woman was there and he stood away from her. As if he couldn't maybe control himself. I don't know what was happening. You, but don't, it was- keep, you don't put blood that close to a shark. <laughs> Here comes Grummy. He's going to tear off those hose. Pantyhose. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Holy shit. That happened. And then I'm pretty sure we got he got like, wings. Yeah. And then he, but he wanted to order shellfish or something. And I was like, Grummy, no. Yeah. And then he was like, it was like he'd never been inside of a restaurant. I don't think he'd been inside of a restaurant in years. <laughs> he's taking all the sweet and lows. Yeah. He's just- <laughs> Will you put these in your bag? Grum. But you remember every night before we go to sleep, I'd be like, Pete, I make you have the room next to me so that if I was getting raped, you would hear it. I was like, I'd make you do a test where you'd go in your room. I'd be like, ah, can you hear this? I don't like, remember yes, that. I can. Yes. Oh I'd be like, Pete, God. honestly, if I am, if something bad is happening to me, if you'll you're be grummed. awake, right? If I get grummed in the middle of the night. Oh, boy. It never happened, thank it God. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. There were a lot. And then we were on, I think maybe we told this on the Nick Kroll episode because me, you, Kroll, and Grummy got on a plane once. And that was when he asked me to check those snapples, I think. And okay, and then there were these women that were looking at me and Nick and Grummy going, He's on the plane, he's on the plane, he's on the plane, he's on the plane. Yes. And both Nick and I went, Oh, they're fans of the show. <laughs> Come to find out, because we sat near them, that they were terrified that he was the shoe bomber. Of course. And we he had to be exactly like, like that. so much like the shoe bomber. He Skinnier. every flight was delayed. The, the they're checking his back. He's always getting flagged. They're opening just like fucking three Pringles and a and a hand. And a bunch sandwich. of loose cream cheese. Ah. And he's like scraped ah. off the bottom. Ah. <laughs> loose cream cheese. What is your name again? Grummy. Ah, get on the plane. That's the TSA not working. I cannot believe Grummy should have never been let on the plane. We were traveling with that man. And I don't then, know why. One of the times he wasn't driving and we got picked up. This is the story. Yeah. We got picked up and we say this to each other quite a bit. We get picked up in a van. Hmm. <laughs> Was it a man or a woman? A man. It was the most stereotypical. This is going to read like a 1930s racist cartoon that plays before the yeah, movie you you're would smoking think, like, in. Mickey, Mickey Rooney is playing. Yes. Him, but yes. that wouldn't be in, un- not, inaccurate. Yeah. This man, if I did an impression of him, you would think I was racist. So yeah. I won't. But he was, I mean, like his ringtone was a gong. Yeah, it was. It was like, <laughs> ching, 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 chong, ching, chong, ching. And you'd be like, hold on. Hello. He did say hello. He, he did hero. say a row. Then he was an even worse driver than Grummy. He was I thought the worst we were driver. Die. We both were looking at each other like, this is the end. <laughs> and, he's, this is it. and he's driving around. We're falling around like bait in a fucking pickup truck on the way to Just Fishing. And this man turns around as if he's aware. Like, I know. I know what I am. I'm the worst Asian driver you've ever seen. And at, this is how I remember it. He's still driving, turns around to look at us in the be, in the bed of the van and goes, Baccarat! <laughs> With like a devilish glint in his eyes. He knew! Baccarat! And we, I, believe me, buddy, we buckered up a long we time should. ago. I'm double buckered right now. 
I'm laying down with three buckers around me, like fucking Liam Neeson in the gray right now. Oh, God, that shit was amazing. Good time. It's a lot more fun in retelling than it was to live Oh, at the time, it was only only agony. No, it was unpleasant, but... And you were about... But Baby Santa kept us alive. He did? In those dark months. Well, hosting. He did. Hosting. Uh, I wasn't hosting. You were making $40,000. I was making five. Fifty, <laughs> but that's fine. That. That's fine. That's what I was worth at that point. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's right? About right, right. That's what we were all worth. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. That was the biggest payday in the world. Yeah, it was. Like, I'm serious. I, I would not have been made... able to pay my oh, yeah. my bills. No. I, well, I told you, and that's right when my wife and I split. Right around that time. Yes, that's. And it was so bizarre because I had just started making a living, basically. Right, and it that those things step in. Yeah, to help you. Well, that yeah, that's right. Well, this that's perfect because we. we uh, Oh, meditation actually goes into the last thing we always talk about. Yeah. I feel like this is reaching its natural conclusion. And I have so many things I want to go but, home and watch. But weirdly enough, your dick's still hard. <laughs> <laughs> nice pull. Right, right? Nice pull. Sorry, it's still hard. Sorry, it's still tuck it up. Uh, For the listeners at home, tuck it up in that belt. I'll tell you this. We with, can't talk all night. <laughs> with, with Viag, I have all, so I had like one, and I took half once, and then I took a I half don't another know why time. I brought it back <laughs> to this. So I took it because I thought I was going to have sex with this girl that I was out with, yeah. and then we didn't. Wishful thinking. And then I went home and jerked off a of Viagra. Oh God! <laughs> you know what? Now, what if like like I need help loving if- me. <laughs> I'm not enough for myself. Third title. That's your third book. I need help, I need help loving, loving me. me. And it's just a stick drawing of you trying to jerk yourself off. You don't eat kale alone. Oh, God. Fewest bricks possible. Fewest bricks possible is your number one. That's your yeah. debut yeah, novel. Yeah, yeah. That hits the number one Oprah bestseller hits list. it. Yep, absolutely. Number two follow-up does don't well. Not as well. Yeah. Don't, kill, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't Eat Kale Alone has recipes in the back. <laughs> right? <laughs> to like <laughs> eat the soul. And the last part of the recipe is where to eat it. Yeah, and where to eat Public it. Public park. Public- <laughs> <laughs> Put up a sign that says free hugs and go to the park. <laughs> free hugs. <laughs> you live forever. Oh, God. But that third book's Need not even going to make myself. it on the list. Oh, it's not going to do well. But that's I, all right. Then it's I just, come back with Every Day of Friday. Every Day of Friday. <laughs> that's, that's a Joel Osteen book. I don't know why I know that. Because I go to the airport more than most people. Why not? <laughs> um, so meditation. And also we talked about it at the beginning with spirituality kind of God stuff. Sure. I'm interested. Yeah. And you were talking about it. I kind of, I kind of pulled this off it just to come back at the end okay that's what i'm saying so you clearly first of all let's talk about meditating yeah you turned me on to transcendental meditation right this is not something i would ever have done i know no weird who did it lennon lennon's husband is like a kind of stand and deliver type of principal of a, a school a charter public school for girls who are pregnant um but would go to the juvenile justice system but instead they're allowed to like live at the school have the baby and go and finish their high school degree. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Wow. And uh, the David Lynch Foundation, which is he's a big time meditator. He meditates like four and a half hours a day or right. something crazy like is that. Is that true? Yeah. He meditates a ton. Are you sure? Because yes. everybody, Jess St. Clair, everybody, I kept pushing it. I was like, nope. Why you're can't to I do, do it, it more yeah, than I 20 know. minutes? You were a pain in the ass to your teacher. I'm I sure heard I was, all about it. Lynn told yes, you? Yes, that you were like, oh, I want to get to a deeper level. No, I think you told me. I did tell that you. That you were being annoying. That but, sounds and like I was not surprised. Um, you well, like, she kept she'd roll it off. So you're supposed to do this meditating twice a day, twenty minutes. I've been bad right. lately. Yeah, so have I. The second uh, one is hard. I always do in the morning. 
Although I didn't that do it today, one, which is why I'm a, maybe a little off. I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. But, um, <clears throat> but, but, but every time I was like, what if I want to do it longer? And she was no, like, you don't, you don't, don't, don't. No, but don't. he can. He's like at a higher level. It sounds like Scientology when I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, well. Like that, but anyway, I think weird. he does. At any rate, she, Lennon's, they, they taught those girls at the school. And their lives totally changed. These are women who have seen, girls who have seen like their parents face blown off right. and they have to just live with that right you know and they're they're managing all this shit i'm sorry i feel like i interrupted your story yes. and now i'm having a hard time yes, following sorry. it and i know the story it's yes. a troubled school everybody there's violence there's fights not in the all school, girls not in the school these girls come from troubled backgrounds and then they can go <clears throat> into this school instead of going to juvie right and so they're there to like get their lives back together right. and so junior introduced this meditation to the kids yes. in, in an attempt to maybe they'll get some peace and it yeah. changed all of their lives one of one of the things i love about this story is there was yeah. a girl who was uh, a teenage mother and she had her head down on the desk the whole time. And then she puts her head up while they're talking about this hippy-dippy meditation yeah. thing. And she goes, excuse me, would this help with depression? And they're like, yeah. And then like she really – and then, you know, six months later, everybody – no fights. They're was all different. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it because yeah. we go into these girls and we talk to them about it. And they're like – Wait, you do this? Well, I – we – Lennon and I went for their career day or whatever. And so we would chat with these girls about their lives or whatever. And we would ask them about their meditation because they do these <coughs> 20 minutes in school. They do it. Uh-huh. And you don't have to meditate. You just are – you can be quiet or sleep on their desk. But most of them do. And they said, yeah, you know, like I used to not be able to sleep through the night because of these horrible images. And now I just meditate and I fucking fall asleep. Hmm. And I feel self-confident. They're getting their self-confidence back mm-hmm. i don't know why it's weird mm-hmm. it's but good things happen to your life well, when you, start, you do it you start loving yourself, yourself a little bit and you start paying yourself some attention it's one of the weird things i had to learn was i was like this is a little bit off topic but i was like i love having a girlfriend because you can like go to nice dinners and go to like a. I love going to like that's a the only time you treat something. yourself and then it's like but you can do that stuff to yourself you can yes, do that you can. or like i had a big problem because you meditate and then you lay down for like two minutes or whatever while you're coming out of it. And if you have nothing to do and you're still tired, you should stay, you should fall asleep. And I was like, oh no, I don't lay down during the day. And she was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I don't, the idea of like taking time to rest during the day was just against everything that I believed in. Mm -hmm. So I, now you're better. Now I'm so much better. It's changed everything the way, well, I was getting migraines like every other day. Yes. And now I'd get them maybe, maybe once every two months. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like, it just, because you just you build up stress. What's your mantra? Uh, I can't, you know, I fucking said it to Lennon by you accident. Did? I was like, oh, God, this this meditation. Because Lennon and I would do it in the together. writer's room. We would do it. We would just, it was so weird. We'd be like, see you later, everyone. And then we go in and do right. it together. <clears throat> and I love meditating with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, again, I hate being alone. But so I love it when I can just like hear Lennon's little breathing. Like, yeah. I just like, oh, uh, it helped us through, you know, some really tough, like, uh, stress. We were so tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the woman who taught us, Lynn, is just like, she's, she's a healer. She's cool. She's great. She's a super hippie. Yes. I, I love that about her. I love that about I'll tell her. you, I was, I was doing a, a, a long day, a shoot. I was shooting yeah. something. And you know how it is. This is going to be the most L.A. sentence there's ever been. I swear. I hate ourselves I right know, now, but I, I don't. Know. I had a tweet once where I was like, I love myself so much. I think I'd be happier with the horrible person I, I'm becoming <laughs> if I were thinner. Yeah. And then I attributed yes. that to me and everyone else in L.A. <laughs> it's true. So I was, I was doing this shoot, and they do the coverage over my shoulder of the other actor I'm with yeah. all day. Yeah. And then they turn around oh, to yeah. me, 
and it's after lunch and you're so tired and that's so it, during lunch I meditated and I was like sleeping for an hour that's what they say it's four times as relaxing as, as uh, yeah. just regular sitting. and it is but yeah it's so like 20 if you minutes just took like a nap yeah. you would have woken up groggy <clears throat> yep. you wake up from meditation and you're like oh I could, it's like yep. a, it's like five hour energy drink yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine yeah you know? I, I completely agree. But it's better because those things wake you. I, I have a thing. I, I will do it as a bit. But like people drink coffee and five-hour energy and it's like it's because it's your day is boring. Like what you're doing yes. is boring. Yeah. And meditation actually puts you – plugs you into you. So even if what you're doing is boring, your infinite self, like your inward mm-hmm. spiritual self is really interesting. And it's always – this is real t- – fuck it. It's real touchy-feely. But it's always there for you. It's always – your – like energy and stuff and your yeah. consciousness is always there and it's always interesting to explore that even if you are working the security shift at a Board. parking lot. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it's true. It makes it does it does make you uh, instead of wanting to run away from those thoughts you have when you're alone. Yes. It makes you not afraid of them because you you're it, and other people think meditation is like clearing your mind of everything, but this is the opposite. You let anything come into your mind. Yeah. And, so you're at, what I find interesting is I go, oh, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like I like you walk little around inventory. all day maybe feeling a little weird and you're but again, you're not supposed to hang on to any of the thoughts where you're like, oh, I didn't know I was so upset about right. that. Right. Right. Keeps coming It's in. like remembering your dreams. Yes. Except yeah. you're, you're awake so you can see them. That's a, that's a big part of it is, is you're not trying to not think. Right. Which I could never do. I could never. I, that's why when Lennon, for, and Lennon did force this on me. Ha. I was like, no thank you. I tried to back out the night before. Yeah. I was like, this will not work for me. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't even, you know, I, the moment I get in the car, I call somebody. I'm not ever that's really alone. I don't want to be oh, alone. Oh, that's funny. You're, you're a get. Emily Gordon's a never get. She never answers her phone oh, and yes. you're a get. Like oh, if God, I call yes. you, you answer the phone. But like uh, I like that. But I, I, it doesn't matter. Let's let's yeah. bring this All into right. spirituality. So we love meditating. Yes. And we're into that. And you're clearly... We love talking to dead people if we mediums, could. Mediums, dead people, ghosts. So you feel like death might not be the end? This is very recent. I hope it's not. Yeah, okay. I guys. hope it's not. And, I, and, I, and Lennon and I are very much like... We look for signs. Well, Catholic people do talk to dead people. Like we say like, oh, that's your grandfather. Like my grandmother or my grandmother it's communicates funny. with upturned pennies. Right. Or you'll say, ask your grandfather for help. Like, or... Right. You know, that, that is a big Catholic thing. When when Bretherns did the show, he referenced his father who had passed, and he like pointed up to him, like and he's I, there with you, listening yeah. and helping you. And my father, who grew up Catholic, is like one of the most moving things he he can say is he's like he's very he, I'm very proud of you, and he's like, and I know your your grandparents, That's whom I've never met, are also so very proud, proud of you. Of you. I, I love like, that idea. I love it too. It makes me choke up and cry. I and know it, it does. And there's also the science man in there going, they're this gone. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Yeah. But I would just love – so for right now, that's what I'm into. Yeah. That's what I'm going to want to believe. But these things, these these mediums, these psychics, these yeah. signs, these ghosts, it's like it's like Jesus said. It's like a faithless generation looks for a sign. It's because we're lacking in faith, yeah. which is fine. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a pi- byproduct of being an over-analytical mind is we want some sort of proof. Um I'd love to see a ghost. I'd love to. I'd love but to. But ghosts, have a I don't believe. I don't believe. I'll never see a ghost. I believe that they don't come to me. Like I don't. They're I, not. For I, you. They're not they don't, I just don't have the ability. What about when you're super old and you're on your way out, and then it's like, hey, Jess, well, that would it's be great. me, Lennon. I died be... a week before. I know, Pete. It'll be you. <laughs> be like, hey, I got Grummy here. We're cooking up some hot sammies. You, you want to join? You ready to go down that tunnel of light? Buck her up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you, Grummy, and Baby Santa. Like, <laughs> we all get on the back of like a like a giant butterfly and fly Lou, away. Lou looks like he should be God in yes. like some sort of Midwestern heaven. Yes. <laughs> I love that guy. The flowing hair. God. The flowing hair. So you're hoping. 
I'm hoping. But yeah. you're not necessarily uh, feel like you're Catholic still. No, I I don't think that I no because. Um, what about your husband? He's he's not either. He wasn't raised anything really. You have kids. You going to do any sort of churching? I don't think so. I don't actually care for for the Catholic Church. I don't care for. I mean, I was just a cultural thing for me. Right. It's like an Irish family, and it's funny we say that on the show a lot. Culturally Christian. Culturally, yeah, culturally Catholic. But I didn't get married in a Catholic church, and I. I don't want them to go. I want them to be aware of all sorts of religions. Maybe yeah. I'll take them as like a "this is what this is," right? Just to to see, so you can see it. But I no, I don't want. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah, I would like the inner spirit. Like meditation is something I hope we do as a family. Yeah. Now I taught my husband, and he was like, mm, "You I, taught him?" Well, <laughs> I, he went to Lynn and learned, and he was just like, and I think I tried to force it. Like I think I said something like, "Oh, I got to get a tune up," but really I was trying to trap him into getting it. Uh-huh. But he was like interesting. But I he spent so much. time time interior because he's a writer his actually his need is to get out more of his own head interesting so he felt like i still feel like I david still, lynch would disagree come on man it would still help and but you have great ideas it. when you're on it you do when you're and, on and it, i but. notice sometimes he'll use it like if he's stressed out he'll do it but he doesn't do it I, that's what I, that's what i'm doing now i'm being yes. lazy about it I'm doing i'd it. love to i'd love to teach my kids that that's a place a safe space yeah. for them to go to as well that's children. what lynn says is you always have it you know what's yes. funny is like I don't need to meditate. My mantra has slipped away. I don't really say it as often. Yeah, as I me do. neither. I can just kind of go into it. Yeah. And if I need to, and if I'm having a bad day, just a moment in traffic, it's very safe. Coasting along at ninety it's miles. Oh, very hour. safe. I'll just go ahead and meditate for a second. But I mean, it it, it makes this not another area in your brain. Um, that being said, there are times when I'm like, it's not that great. And then there are times when I'm like, it's the greatest exactly. thing in the world. Sometimes it's a real chore. Sometimes it's a chore and, yeah. you, know, and you don't care. But I feel that mornings I don't do it. I'm like, hello, Fred. Like, I yeah. can't. <laughs> Fred, Fred Savage? Yes, hello, Fred. <laughs> hello, Fred. Hello, Fred. Let's do these talking. Yeah. So we hope something happens when we die. Yes. we're not sure. Well, we're not sure. So you're letting everything in the party. That's my favorite thing to do. Let it in. Let the atheists in. Let it all in. Let the Mormons in. I, I just saw a book of Mormon. Can I end with this? This will be our last. Never saw it. Can't it's wait. so good. Yeah. You should see it before. I know. You got like a couple weeks. Why? Till I die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do oh, see a fire. God. Oh, oh no, God! God, God forbid! Oh, God, God forbid. forbid! God forbid! God forbid! God forbid! <laughs> uh, um, there's a there's this great. I don't I don't I don't want to ruin it, but it. Uh, because it would be a spoiler. Yeah. It just has a good message at the end. It All has right. this like uplifting. That's they interesting sh- from those they guys. They shit on it the whole time. Yeah. And as somebody who knows more than the next person about Mormonism yes. and religion in general and new elders and missionaries and all that sort of stuff. Uh Loved it. And then at the end, there's this like sucker punch of just like, ha ha. Yeah, like you didn't expect that. You didn't, you didn't see that coming. And you're like, oh my God, there is a beauty to the metaphor of religion. That's it. And that's even why the astrologer was interesting to me because it was a beautiful metaphor for how to look at your life yeah. and how to like take risks and yeah. think of yourself as a work. And like, if that work, enabled oh God, you. A work, I almost said, think of yourself as a work in progress. I'm going to oh, fucking wow. kill myself. Tonight. You can write the intro to my fourth book. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's right. If these things have elements of truth to them, because yeah. there's the things we think about and the things we talk about, but two levels back, there's the things we think about but can't talk about, right. like instinct stuff, spiritual stuff, yeah. gut stuff. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be something to address that, and that's where you get parable. That's where you get myth. Yeah. And that's where you get uh, fucking Long Island Medium. Yep. On Frocks Fridays. Grum, 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 grum. This is the best. I don't want to end, but I mean, like, we should end. 
I loved being here with this you, Pete. This is the best. This was just, you're, you're, so like, you're like going to an emotional spot. Uh, I don't think we were, I was very funny. You were. Are you but kidding I me? I hope I didn't bring the whole, the whole. Loose cream cheese doesn't <laughs> think she it. was very funny? You're right. That was a good moment. That's but why. That's, the, that's, that's no, it. See, that's why anyway. you're, that's, this is why we're funny. Neither of us think we were very funny this, this podcast, but I bet we were. Oh, well, who knows? It's fun being um, funny. But thank you for having me. My pleasure. We end, we end the show with the guest saying, keep it crispy. It just means, yeah. you know. Does it have something to do with vaginas? <laughs> but it could. Well, if you get uh, some panties in a vending machine that have been there a while. Then you're going to keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You really rolled with that one. You rolled with it. Thank you, Jess. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.